Norwich and 94.5 W233-DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. There's a looming railroad strike as we head into the holiday season. Seven of the country's rail unions have approved new contracts, but five have rejected the Biden administration brokered deals. Division at the U.N. over North Korea's latest missile testing. The U.S. and its allies are strongly condemning North Korea's latest intercontinental ballistic missile tests and call for actions to limit its nuclear and missile programs. Speaking at an emergency meeting of the U.N. Security Council, U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield said the Biden administration will be circulating a proposed presidential statement which would condemn North Korea for what she called unlawful ballistic missile launches and other dangerous and destabilizing activity. Russia and China oppose any new pressure and sanctions on Pyongyang. I'm Norman Hall. More bodies have been found beneath collapsed buildings in Indonesia, where the death toll has risen to 268 following yesterday's earthquake. More than 150 people are still missing. AAA predicts more than 54 million people will travel 50 miles or more from home this Thanksgiving. That's almost back to pre-pandemic levels. This man from Southern California says he's glad to be traveling again, even if it costs more. Everything's getting back to normal since COVID, right? So you want to be part of that joy and part of those relationships, and that's what matters most. And we'll find a way somewhere, somehow. President Biden and the First Lady paid an early holiday visit to Marines in North Carolina last evening. As I said, you represent 1% of the population and defend the rest of us. You are the, you're the backbone, the sinew, the spine of the country. Ukrainians bracing for a long, cold winter. Energy officials there say rolling blackouts across the country may continue through March. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Conservatives have made their demands known to Kevin McCarthy as he rounds up votes to be House Speaker. Now centrists are next in line, as we hear from correspondent Bernie Bennett. The small majority leader McCarthy will be working with next year as he seeks the top gavel has undoubtedly bolstered the leverage of his conservative colleagues. But the House Freedom Caucus is drowning out clear signals from some members of the more moderate wing. They say McCarthy should know that any deal with unhappy conservatives could face resistance from centrists who see themselves as the GOP's majority makers. Whether centrists are willing to withhold their speakership votes for McCarthy on January 3rd, as some conservatives have indicated, remains to be seen. Bernie Bennett, Washington. The defense chiefs of the United States and China have held talks on the sidelines of a regional meeting in Cambodia to discuss bilateral relations and regional and global security issues. It was the second face-to-face -face meeting in six months between the two men.
News and analysis at townhall.com. Saudi Arabia has pulled off one of the biggest shocks in World Cup soccer history, stunning Argentina 2-1. Argentina, who came here on the back of a 36-match unbeaten run and considered one of the favorites, humbled by the second-lowest-ranked country in the tournament. Saudi Arabia, whose entire squad is based domestically, were inspired. With both sides well-supported in Qatar's biggest stadium, the atmosphere was deafening. In the first half, Argentina threatened to run riot. Lionel Messi stroked home a penalty, but after the break, the unexpected. Two super skillful goals from Salah Al-Sheri and Salam Al-Asari and the Saudis were suddenly ahead. A lead they scrapped and battled to retain. At the final whistle, delirium from the fans in green for the hordes following Argentina disbelief. That's the BBC's Alex Capstick. The US team will play England on Friday after settling for a tie with Wales yesterday. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Let's check your weather forecast for the next few days, uh, see what's cooking besides turkey. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Not as cold this morning as it was yesterday. Today, we're going to see mostly sunny skies. It'll be a bit milder as well with highs in the upper 40s. Tonight, mainly clear, chilly, 30 for the overnight low. Not too bad. Wednesday, mostly sunny, highs in the low 50s. Thursday, Thanksgiving, mostly sunny, highs in the upper 40s to near 50 for the shoreline. And then Friday, Partly to mostly cloudy chance for showers, breezy, highs in the low to mid-50s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. Currently it's 41 degrees. Stu Breyer with you, and it's a day that uh, not too many people will ever forget. 1963, the day that JFK was assassinated. And uh, still so fresh in our mind for those of us who are still around. And we'll talk a little bit about that, a little bit about Thanksgiving and anything else. First portion is an open topic. Welcome to the program. Good morning. You're on the air. Oh, two in a row. They must have thought I was giving away a turkey. No, not, uh, not yet. Welcome to the program. Hello. Speak to Hi. me. Hi. I, I, it hung up on me. I had to call back. Oh, really? I got two hang-ups, and you're one of them. Yeah. Well, if we're the only, if we're the only hang-ups you have, then you're a pretty good guy. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, most, I average about most, three a day. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> well, I come armed with Thanksgiving humor. Ooh, humor. Yes. I yes. Armed humor. Maybe we can get the. The show started off on uh, on the right foot, where we don't have to talk about politics. Why do they say right foot? Why isn't it? Why do we always leave the left foot out? Uh, that's a good point. It's uh, yeah. it's discrimination against the leftists, I guess. We'll get this get it started on the left foot today. All right, let's start with the left foot. Mm-hmm. In fact, since we're talking about feet, let's talk about legs. Where will you find a turkey with no legs? Where will you find a turkey with no legs? Mm-hmm. After the meal? No, right where you left them. Oh, speaking of left, okay. 
<laughs> oh, Lordy, here we go. What, uh, okay, well, here's an easy one for you, because you're a music kind of guy. Mm-hmm. What kind of music did the Pilgrims listen to? Rock music? Plymouth Rock, you're very close. Plymouth Rock, yes. okay. What's a mathematician's favorite thing to have for dessert? Mathematician's favorite thing to have for dessert? Uh, a number of things. <laughs> That's almost as funny as my answer. Okay. What you pie. got? Pie. Huh? Pie. Yeah, of course. Pie, right? Oh, yes. I never did well in pie. How many cooks does it take to stuff a turkey? How many cooks does it take to stuff a turkey? One. But you got to jam them in there real tight, right? Mm-hmm. You want me to repeat it? You, you don't get it. It only takes one, but you got to jam them in there really tight. you got to stuff them in there really tight, Stu. Really tight. One one cook. One cook. It takes one cook. Let me explain this. It takes one... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm in trouble here. <laughs> All right. You get one more chance. Actually, you're not doing bad. Okay. So a um, a mom is searching for a turkey that's big enough to feed her whole family. She's at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and she can't seem to find one. So she finds a stock boy, and she asks the stock boy, she says, uh, don't these turkeys get any bigger? And the stock boy said, no, ma'am, they're all dead. And that's the way your show is starting off today. Is that Aren't it? Aren't you pleased? you got to have a few more. Is that it? That's it? No, that's all I came armed with. <clears throat> oh, uh, come on. I could make up some, I guess. Let's see. you got to come up with some others. We're on the last leg of the show now. We'll close out the show at 2 o'clock with more of this nonsense. Well, I'm sure you'll have a lot, uh, a lot more to add, Mr. Kevin. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully that made everybody hungry. Oh, I don't know if it made us hungry, but uh, we're just starving for more jokes. Well, those jokes might make you kind of yeah. unhungry, if yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> I guess, I guess I do. Thanks, buddy. All right, there's another, there's another caller waiting. Uh, call waiting. Uh, table call. for two. Line number twelve. Line number twelve. You're no. about to be on the air. Stand After those by. jokes, my switchboard has not is not uh, sparkling again. All right, it's uh, an open forum. We're just getting warmed up here. Actually, it is warmer today. It's not in the 20s at the moment and 41 degrees. So let's have a good time and let's get into some interesting topics as always. The threat of winter ice storms will soon be here. Now's a great time to invest in a dependable Honda generator from Dubai's Tractor Center, your premier Honda sales and service headquarters, just off Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut-Rhode Island border. The Honda My Generator Bluetooth app is available to you on most models. This app puts valuable information in the palm of your hand and makes the use of a Honda generator easier and more convenient, reducing the need to go outside in inclement weather to monitor generators. You can start, stop, and monitor critical operations of a portable Honda generator remotely from a compatible Apple device or Android smartphone through a Bluetooth interface. Be sure to get your dependable Honda generator today at Dubay's Tractor Center, 65 Dubay Drive in Danielson. Celebrating 46 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor power equipment. Call 860-774-7595 or check them out online at DubayTractor.com. Fox News Commentary. 
Mary. Trump has been reinstated on Twitter, and now the only question is, when will he tweet? I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org. All it would take was a simple Twitter poll to bring former President Trump back on Twitter. But that's exactly what happened over the weekend after Elon asked users if Trump should be replatformed. 52% said Trump should return, and he has already amassed more followers in one night than he had before he was banned from the platform in early 2021. We still have not gotten the first comeback tweet we've all been anxiously anticipating, but that doesn't mean former Twitter employees and the world's Trump-deranged peanut gallery haven't thrown a fit, calling it reckless, irresponsible, and dangerous to bring Trump back. Why does free speech take terrify the left so much? Are words they don't like from people they disagree with really that upsetting? You know, everyone is so frantic about the future of Twitter, but it's really simple. Allow free speech, hire some conservatives to diversify the Twitter team, only ban or deplatform those who truly deserve it, and bam, there you go. It's not rocket science. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Well, as you would suspect, the Butterball Turkey Line, the hot line, will receive over 12,000 calls tomorrow. 12,000 calls. Some of the funniest calls of all time, the woman who cleaned out her turkey with a scrub brush and asked if that was okay to do. Some of the funniest calls of all time. People who thought turkey, thought a turkey in the bathtub while washing their kids. Gee. I know somebody that did thaw their turkey in a bathtub, but they weren't washing their kids at the same time. A man looking for a quick way to cook his turkey who put it in the oven on the cleaning cycle. We'll have more of the funniest calls to the Butterball Turkey Hotline a little later on in the program. WICH, good morning. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. You know, um, I heard something on the news last night that was really upsetting. Well, most of it is, but go ahead. And... It's it's about this man who they're looking for, who killed his 11-month-old baby daughter. Uh huh. And he not only stabbed her to death, 11 months old. He dismembered her, and the police said it was the worst thing they've seen. Oh God! I mean, I don't know what's going on. Is it drugs? What are, what are these? I don't know. Here's what it, here's the story on him. He was released from prison not long ago. Uh-huh. And I think that when they uh, have violated a person and they're sent to prison, they should throw away the key. What was he uh, sent to prison for, do you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I that, that was the most upsetting thing that I have heard. I mean, they're all upsetting, but this this was <clears throat> over the top. So is he uh, is he on the run or he's they... on the run? He is on the run, and oh. they're looking for him. They found his car, but yeah. they haven't found him. Was the guy married? Did the baby have a mom? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't. He had he had a wife. I mean, the child had a mother. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I assume he was married, but maybe he wasn't. But Yeah, if you listen to the news, you're going to find a lot of disturbing things, even more so these that's days. That's very disturbing, and I thought they should throw away the key. When they send them to prison, they shouldn't let them out. Well, and, I hope um, so. These days, you never know. And another thing, the girls today ought to be very careful who they... Um, hook up with because they don't know what's going to happen. Now this child has a mother. I'm telling you, it, it's terrible what's going on. Well, that's a very depressing story. That, that is of, the one most depressing many, one I have heard. One of many that uh, we've been hearing a lot lately. Just yes, people. You know, the guy who uh, killed five people in the uh, gay yeah. bar. He uh, had his mother previously held hostage and was threatening to detonate a bomb. Yeah. And he got no time in jail. No, he got didn't. He didn't. And and, and he he didn't. It's it, it's <laughs> these women ought to really really check their hearts because this this is terrible. And and the kids, the four kids or five kids in uh, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a mystery. That's, that's a real a mystery. mystery. That one is, and that yeah. the people are upset. I don't blame them. The people, there are people aren't letting her their children go back to college there. I don't blame them. Uh, yeah. Well, well, hopefully they'll figure that one out. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hope so. But I just I I had to tell you about this because this this is in Connecticut and it's a terrible thing. I hope they find him and I mm-hmm. hope they throw away the key next time. Well, at least they know who they're he's they're looking for and they know who they're looking for. They even had his picture on the TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 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 ugh. even the police said it's the worst thing they've seen. All right, dear. Uh, so anyway, maybe watch the Disney Channel for a while. Yeah, I I know that's that's true. Okay. Okay. Take yep. care. Bye. Bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, good. You're still having trouble, huh, with your sinus? Yeah, still having a little sinus, but I feel okay. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to. Uh, Say something about that man that, uh, oh, my God. What can you say about a monster like that? I mean, the guy's a monster, obviously. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to, to I just, it's uh, it's unbelievable. And then last night on the news in East Lyme, two twins, four weeks old. I know, they were got abused. broken bones, and mm-hmm. oh, my God, oh, my what is going on? Well, if they, they lock up some of these demons, and for a very long time, things may get a lot better. I think we've got to put the fear of God in them. The, the, the sentences and things have got to be much longer. And it can't be like, they just can't have a walk in the park. I'm, I'm sorry. But uh, this man in Naugatuck had a, a bracelet on him. He cut it off. You know, that's, what? Oh, my God. You can have a bracelet on you, but, uh, you know, if you're evil and you're going to do something evil, it's not going to stop you. Evidently, he's been in trouble before. I don't know what it is, but they do say to people, he's armed and he's dangerous. 
Well, so it certainly is dangerous. Them, mm-hmm. If you see them, you know, you call the police. But uh, I, I'm just... And then, you know, well, my, I, I have to share this. My husband is in the hospital for two days. They thought he had another heart attack, so oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Oh, God, still waiting for him to see what the doctor says. And, you know, I haven't been able to walk, so... Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> well, hang so, in there. Um, maybe it's maybe it's not a heart attack. Maybe he'll be okay. And uh, well, he's had stents put in and mm-hmm. things, you know. But you know, in life, you know, I try to keep him away from politics. Believe it or not. Yeah. But he's he's he gets aggravated. He with it. Di- yeah, he just wants a different. America, how it could yeah, be better. I, I, uh, I, I would like a different America, but, you know, you got to go on with your life in between, you know, get doing the best you can with uh, your opinions and your votes, but um, don't let it get to you and yeah, take up your tough. whole day. Mean, now, did your son retire? No, no. Oh, I thought perhaps he did. No. Because you had said he's not far from you. We don't retire. We don't retire. We don't retire in our family. <laughs> You just live until you... We just keep not, doing it. And just keep doing the Duracell battery. Mm-hmm. And that's like the same thing as my husband is still working. But, um, oh, God, the house is so quiet, Stu. Well, we're, you know thinking, I mean? we're thinking of you, and we hope that it turns out okay. Just keep the right. faith. Keep the faith. Yeah, I will. And as, uh, it's just... I I just don't know how... You know, we're going to get these people off the streets. Uh, my One of my sons came by, and he helped me with some stuff. And um, he said, Mom, they've got to bring back the death penalty for some of this stuff. We cannot. Well, we cannot be easy on this. No, we, this. Have, um, we have people who are in office, uh, you can get me started now, who are just so liberal that they... Uh, don't keep people in jail when they should be. Amen to that. But you know, we just we just got to keep going, and um, yep. you'll be in tomorrow, won't you, Stu? Yes, I'm planning on it. Okay, good. You know, yeah, I'll touch base later. See okay. how everybody's doing. All right. Let us know um, how he's doing. All right. Yeah, I will. Let's just do. Bye bye. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. <clears throat> oh, I was gonna give you a little list of stuff that I found out, but Sylvia seems to be having a lot of problems. You know who you need to interview? Richard Roberts, Oral Roberts' son. You know why? Why? Well, number one, he is very down to earth. He's he's not a, um, he's not a suit wearing whatever. If you see him on his, um, Place for miracles with his wife Lindsay. They're just kicked back wearing a flannel shirt with with jeans because they live in Oklahoma. Sure, I'd love to have a positive guy on the show to maybe lift people's spirits up. That's fine with me. He writes tons of books. I read because I re- I read. He, I can get books, you know, about Oral Roberts and everything. And Oral Roberts said his son Richard was on. Let me see. Good Morning America. Um, he was on Larry King Live. He he's used to being, and I have read books about uh, Richard Roberts. You know, 
going to, you know, the White House when in his show, he's like 70 now, but he still has his thing going. And anyone can watch it on the internet on YouTube. It's called The Place of Miracles. But um, okay, I know you're into miracles, so that's good. Uh, yeah, and the thing is, if you got him on, oh, he also played golf with Arnold Palmer. Ooh. Apparently, Oral Roberts, who knew, was an avid golfer, probably to relax, and he taught Richard to to golf, and Richard would go around to those big golfing tournaments, whatever, um, like Rush Limbaugh always talked about being in, all these you know fancy people there and everything. But he was teamed up with Arnold Palmer. Oh, good. He must be a good golfer because he has God on his side. Well, I, you know, and the thing is, for people out there, if they heard the actual Richard Roberts talk, you know, he could actually, you know, pray for somebody if and you know somebody may call in and say, "Oh, my arm hurts or my shoulder. I don't want to have an operation on it." Blah blah blah. Right? And he could actually say a prayer and and let's let's test it and see if it works. He could say a prayer for you. You know. All right, Sue. Thanks you for the positive message. I want Richard to take some more Roberts, calls. Look right. him up. All right. Thank you. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I have. Um, one thing. This is what I'm going to have for my um, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Two hens. Two hens? That's four pounds, okay? Cranberry sauce, uh, baked sweet potatoes, BLK olives, dinner rolls, corn, beans, and I forgot dessert when I was writing all this down, um, so I'm gonna, I have to go out and get something. In gravy. Okay, are you having any company? Uh, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to um, cook all this, and a friend of mine today is going through knee surgery, and not only that, they're having their kitchen redone, so they don't have any appliances, so I'm going to bring over the extras and make a um, potluck for them. Well, that's very you know? sweet of you. That's uh, what this whole message should be about on Thanksgiving. Helping out. Say that again? I said that's what the message should be on this Thanksgiving, helping out those that are less fortunate. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully the surgery goes well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably in surgery and uh, probably be home tomorrow. And um, so I do have a question. Question um, from the, the lady in the second row. Yes. Female turkeys, Okay. Mm-hmm. What do female turkeys don't do? What do female turkeys don't do? I don't know. And you know what? I could have won a prize because I was thinking to myself, I had an answer, and I wish I called because you know what the answer is? The answer- gobble. They don't gobble. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't Is that either. true? Female well, turkeys don't gobble? Myself, I'm like, I'd like to call in and win a $100 gift certificate to Big Y, and I'm laughing to myself, nah, I don't want to do that. And you know what? Somebody called in and said gobble, and that was the, the right answer. Well, we learned something today. That's very interesting. Okay. Thank you. You have a great day. Mm-hmm. 
So if your turkey is uh, not gobbling, you'll know it's a female turkey. Hmm. That's fascinating. Just like uh, male mosquitoes don't bite you. It's the female mosquitoes that bite you. So what do the males do? Just hanging around? What do they eat? WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Hardware Rental and Repair November 27th and help make a difference in your community. When you shop small, everyone wins. Are you prepared for winter? Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair has what you need to keep your home warm. Their 40-pound premium wood pellet fuel is 100% pure wood, no additives or binders, high heat output, and very low ash. One ton replaces 120 gallons of home heating oil. With a pallet price of $345, Johnson's Hardware will help you stay toasty on a budget. Also, check out their wide variety of space heaters at great prices. Snowblowers in stock now. Aaron's, Toro, and Husqvarna. Shop early because they'll sell out. Have your power equipment tuned up and ready to go by one of their certified repairmen. You can count on Johnson's to keep it running in tip-top shape all season long. Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair, 44 Hill Road in Groton. Visit them online at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, you'll end there. Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Hey, we're having a heat wave, 41 degrees, better than yesterday. Welcome, you're on the air. Good morning, Stowe. Good morning. Are you going to take Thanksgiving off from all your work? No, in fact, I'm not. Okay. You'll My be son working. is cooking Thanksgiving dinner. All right. Yeah. Good. And uh, I'll have plenty of time to continue my work. Uh, the reason I call, Stowe. Yes, sir. I pick up a Wall Street Journal every day. Mm -hmm. I hope you pay for it. Well, they don't deliver it anymore. Mm -hmm. And they won't even give me the contractor's name. Oh, good grief. All right. I go over to the mobile station and tap them and pick up a Wall Street Journal. That's good paper, yep. I was having lunch, mm -hmm. and my wife started reading the paper. And she got mad as hell. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Biden is still trying to get the government to pay the loans down that these kids borrowed. And she is mm -hmm. furious. Well, my got, wife is going to keep trying, this, this of course. This is a story mm -hmm. time, Stu. Story time. Okay, let me sit down. Yes, sir. And, mm -hmm. My wife uh, left home a long time ago. She was a sharecropper's daughter. She didn't have any money when she left home. And she went to college down in Jacksonville, a business college. 
Mm-hmm. And she worked her way through business college by doing all kinds of different jobs. She paid for all of it herself. And she is ticked off because these kids, they, they don't work. They don't, they don't do anything. And I have nieces and nephews that have done the same thing. And I told you about my sister. Yes, you did tell me about your sister. She's a psychiatrist, yeah. right? <laughs> she's, a, she's a practicing psychiatrist, remember? Yes, I remember that. Sure. I... Yes. She, she makes umpty scratch dolls. I, I don't know how much, but she, she is a high-priced uh, administrator for the state of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And she makes lots of money. Good. She I, still has a student loan. I hope she helps lots of people. She still has a yeah, student she, loan. She's yeah. better than, she's, uh, let's see, mm-hmm. she's got to be 60-some years old. Okay. And she still has a student loan. My goodness, that's amazing. She doesn't want to pay it because it's not costing her anything. Now, Mr. Biden's gonna, going to uh, pay her loan down now. Now he will. She can, I mean, afford, she can afford anything she wants. Her yeah. husband makes about the approximate same thing. I thought it was young people currently in college, not people who were in college years and years ago. No, as I don't read this. I don't read it the same way. All right. Uh, the way I the way I understood it, the he was going to pay all of their college tuition. You mean people and from I years and years ago? Right. I don't think it's my pro- my brother re- paid his way through college. He ran a dairy farm up in Maine. He actually ran a dairy farm. The man that he the man that owned the farm was uh, on disability. He he couldn't walk. I, I don't think that uh, they're going to pay my sister's college. Uh, Back, you know, she's paid for her college, but I don't think they're going to give her money back. So it's just people who still owe, even if it's 50 years ago? I guess. I didn't think that was true. All right. Okay. Well, I, but, but still. Yes. Some people, some people work for a living. And that's one of the things that I think people have to know all about. You have to work. You cannot. You cannot uh, get all the money from the government. Uh, somebody has to pay, and I don't think it should be my children or your children. Well, don't let your wife but, get too aggravated. You know they're still debating that, and who knows what's going to happen with it. But I see I'm Mr. Lamont, according to today's bulletin. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's going to do the same thing. He's uh, he's going to pay people that work through the uh, plague, if you will. Uh, <laughs> what people are you talking about now? Cashiers and, and uh, uh-huh. uh, well, I, attendants, different different uh, people categories. got hurt very much during but, the uh, and it's still on by the way the pandemic well listen have a you know get yourself in a good mood so you'll have a wonderful holiday 
Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to get in the mood, to, mood today, Stu. Uh, I'm up in the apartment. I'm going to do four screens. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, so, have a good screen test. I hope you get hired. Yeah. Maybe I'll get hired All right, as, a, buddy. As, a, as a comedian. You are pretty funny sometime. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. See you, See you later. Thank you, Stu. Yep. Hello. Welcome <laughs> to the program. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Are you working tomorrow, or are you taking Yes, I'm working tomorrow. Too? Working tomorrow, yes. Okay, then you're off Thursday, Friday? Yep. Who's filling in for you? That would be Shelly on, uh, well, Thursday's just going to be all music, and Friday's oh, okay. going to be all music. Nobody live, okay. Okay. And Friday, Shelly? No, Friday's going to be all music. It's uh, like a holiday for everybody. Oh, okay, that's nice for your employees. So you're going to get but some nice... Oldies but goodies. Nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. um, okay, that's not why I called it. It just the thought crossed my mind. I was wondering who was filling in for you. Mm -hmm. um, the music is filling in for you. That's right. Do I have a question. Question. Those awful hurricanes in, in Florida that did so much damage recently. Mm hmm FEMA came in and helped all those people, and they may be getting huge checks from FEMA. Some people had insurance, some people didn't. And not everybody in Florida is a senior citizen or retired, but a lot of them are. Now, if you're a senior citizen, and say you're 60 plus, you've been around the block, you know a lot more than when you were 17 or 18, right? Sometimes. Yeah, well, hopefully. If you don't, you have a problem. And if you build your house in an area that's known for hurricanes and wicked bad hurricanes at least every five to ten years as we've seen recently do you think the government should bail you out because you couldn't afford the insurance because it was too expensive that's a good question but uh you know you don't have to be in an area that you would think that you know it's going to devastate you and it can still happen so Dude, the whole state of florida is in an area that it could devastate you. And some of the worst damaged buildings were in those little islands. The mm -hmm. very, I forgot what they call it. So um, people shouldn't... Yeah, nobody seems to have a problem with the government bailing out people who bought a house in an area with a hurricane happens constantly, and they couldn't afford the insurance. Don't you think they should have known better? Yet these same people in this age group are more call your show and say... Hey, you know, the government shouldn't be bailing out these kids where these universities have gone up in price more than anything else in the last 25 years. We talk about the inflation on food now. College went up in the last 25 years, just when I had my one and only kid, uh, more than anything in the world. It's almost impossible to work your way through college now, even with the higher minimum wage. I mean, most you, colleges are... Forty to fifty thousand dollars a year. What seventeen, eighteen, nineteen-year-old kid is going to make forty or fifty thousand dollars a year? Not for a long time, for sure. But um, you know, the dollar was worth a lot more when it was less in colleges. Still, and of course, they're the over the top. It's still like five times more expensive. They're over the still. top anyway with what they're charging, and right. that, that's, that's what the, the real government problem. should that's be dealing where we with. Start, but it doesn't help the people in debt now. So what I'm saying is. If the government has money to bail out people who, and I feel bad for these people, but 
you know, they unless you were born there and stayed there. If you went and retired down in Florida and your house got damaged, you chose to move there. You're of an age where you're supposed to have lived through life or you have some common sense. And, oh, well, if my house gets destroyed, the government will bail me out. Yet these same age people are calling and saying, oh, I worked my way through college. It was almost, it was hard to do when I went to college, never mind now. I mean, and when they say they don't even work. I'd also like to say, in most cases, college is a little more time-consuming and difficult now because the amount of homework and the amount of things they have to do, if it affects your grade level or, you know, sometimes you might not qualify for a scholarship, it might not pay you to work. My daughter got a scholarship worth $30,000 a year, and she still had to take loans. Do you think your daughter should get some money back from the government? It shouldn't. It's not a have to, but I believe it would help the economy so much. And if she got, she would only, if this goes through, she would only qualify for the 10000 She didn't have Pell Grants, so she wouldn't get the twenty. She would still owe money, and she will obviously pay that off. But when, you, she t- when the gentleman talked about his sister, I don't, I don't think she went to school at 18 if she's still paying him off at this age. But whatever age she went back, and she's still paying them off, because the interest set up on these loans, most of the time when people pay them back, they will have paid three times, almost like a mortgage, three times what they borrowed. Mm-hmm. So this is a money-making thing for the government, too. We have to remember that. So they should have some profit in there that can help some people now. But how it will help the economy, if these people are finally out of some of this debt, they might be able to buy a home, which they'll pay taxes on every year. They might be able to start having children, which most young couples are delaying or not even having children because the cost of housing is so much and they have their student loans. So I just want to say, all these people okay. that complain that some people might get relief that took a loan out at this young age, they don't seem to be complaining about senior citizens or adults, not always a senior citizen, getting bailed out by FEMA for a house that you built in an area that's getting a hurricane. And if I hear one more person that sounds like they're 80 saying they worked their way through college, I want to say, yeah, college was probably $50 a semester or something back then. Well, you know, in those days, if you made 10 grand a year, it was a lot of money. You know how it works. The dollar but was now, worth the different. average college is forty to okay. fifty grand. Never well, mind the Ivy thanks, uh, grand. Thanks for your perspective. Very interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi there. Speak nice to show. Hi, Larry. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Hope you are. Well, uh, so I agree with the, your last call. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen often, right? No, I don't think so, actually. Yeah, you're right. Well, mm-hmm. The government should be paying for these houses down in Florida. They, they, those houses are three, four, five million dollars a piece. So, should people not move to Florida at all? Well, if, you, if you can afford the house, you can afford the insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the way it's supposed to work? And what are they doing building the, the houses uh, in, in the water? Well, I wouldn't do it. Well, I don't know what listen, to tell you. They want to live the big, big, fancy life. So live it. Build your house in the water. Pay three, four million dollars for the house. And when a hurricane comes and knocks it into the ocean, which is going to happen sooner or later, then pay for it. Put another one up. That's what's going to happen. They're dumb enough, but the government shouldn't be paying a dime for any of this stuff. 
nothing. And on the college stuff, um, they shouldn't be paying for that either. Okay? What they can do for the college, I don't mind them helping them out. I don't like handouts. Helping, I have no problem with helping people. Okay? So on a college, when they graduate from college, why can't they let them have a college loan for, for with no interest? That yeah. would be number one. No interest. That, that'd yeah, be that's, helping them out. That's number a, two, an idea. Yeah. I give them two years from the time of graduation to start paying it back. That would give them a, a chance to get mm-hmm. get a job and get a little money saved up. So, and uh, and after the twenty four months pass, then you can start paying it. Is that a bad idea? I wouldn't object. I wouldn't object to something like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, the right? interest kills them. You know, huh? that interest kills them. You end up paying triple. So, so if you can, so stop it's that, always yeah. handouts, you know, uh, and um, handouts are not good. It gives people too many ideas and thoughts that uh, they can just go through life without working and without doing anything and getting everything paid back for them. Um, and, and that's not a good way to. Um, this punk that uh, did this, uh, I can't believe that he did what he did to these two uh, two girls. Oh my God! Um, these stories are so horrendous. You're talking about two the kids in the uh, two, paper. Two kids, and then yeah. the judge turns around and um, uh, he puts a two hundred thousand dollar bond on him. Yeah, I heard that. Patty didn't mention that this morning about the other guy that did what he did to that to, to that other infant. He was uh, he was out of jail when he shouldn't have. But she didn't mention that. He was out of jail when he was not supposed to be out of jail. Another one. He was locked up where he was supposed to be. The child would have never been beaten. A pulp. What do you know what he did to get locked up? That's what I want no, to know. No, it had to be something serious if they let him out in an ankle uh, bracelet. Mm-hmm. They just don't pass those things out like it's candy. I don't know what the to say. Is, I hear the these the stories. bottom line is he shouldn't have been out of jail. Okay? We got plenty of cells available. It's not like we're, we're running out of room. We have to build a new prison. But this, uh, once this nonsense continues, uh, and let just putting low bond. This bond here, $200,000 bond, you know what, well, you can get out. That's well, like uh, ten grand. you can get out. I would have put a million dollars on it. A uh, minimum. <clears throat> minimum, a million dollar bond for mm-hmm. doing this to two little children. Breaking Absolutely. their bones and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, a miracle they weren't killed. Yep. To pick up the paper and read something like this in the day. Um... um night. 19-year-old punk. And he should never be allowed to go next to those two uh, our kids again oh, yeah. for life. I, hope I don't care if they're his kids or not. <clears throat> of course not. He's not going to... Well, I should oh, say, of course... you don't know about DCF and the way these people work I couldn't today. say, of course well, not. These days, I don't know. Well, you know, if he gets and goes yeah, to right. classes and does this and does that, no, that... And when he gets rehabilitated, I always told you, you don't get rehabilitated uh, in a couple of classes... And one of them is uh, when, when you assault children. That's not a rehabilitation uh, uh, class, okay? They don't go through that. Also, sexual assault with children. That's non-rehabilitation. Well, yeah, first of all... You can these college-educated people tell you whatever they want to tell you. Okay, this is what they go to school for four and eight years, and they still don't know nothing. First when of get all, out. he should be in jail long enough where the when he gets out, these kids will be grown with kids of their own. So. Uh, oh, this should be minimum. Minimum 25-year sentence Yep. for this. Minimum. And like I said, no more contact with these two children. 
Well, obviously, he, obviously he won't care about that. So. All right, Larry. Um, maybe yeah. we have to talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, Joe. See you. Hi. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, I wasn't going to call about this, but about um, college education. I don't recall what it you know, what it cost per semester or what my husband was making, but I do remember that it ate up thirty percent of our income. So it is, you know, sort of. Although it's expensive now, people are making like over a hundred thousand a year. A lot of them. So, what I wanted to call about was: um, Have you ever heard of a long COVID? Yes, I have. Have you? Yes, I have. Unfortunately, there are some people who have long COVID and uh, suffer some from the symptoms for a very long time. I see. Okay, because uh, something popped up on my uh, cell phone. What an obscure disease reveals about long COVID. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what they're talking about. So, I have a question about Thanksgiving. Sure. Our family enjoys gravy stuffing and potatoes more than anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm wondering, I make my own gravy, but I want to add something to it. Now, I'm wondering what people who don't make their own gravy use. And I'm wondering, I see uh, home, Heinz Homestyle Gravy, and uh, there's McCormick in the packages. And I'm wondering if anybody has any preference and if there's something else that they use for gravy. Oh, sure. That, that'd uh, be good to know. I have little mushrooms in it or something. I don't know. Yeah. It just popped into my head. I like little mushrooms. Well, okay. We'll see if we can get a tip for you. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. All right. So we got to have an interesting show lined up for you today. We'll be right back with more calls. At Heights Home and Farm, we're proud of our exceptional customer service and locally tailored selection of lawn and garden, farm, feed, and pet supplies. We offer the kind of service that everyone deserves. The kind of service where we help you find what you need, check you out, carry the heavy stuff to your car, and you never have to pay for a shopping bag. If you have any questions, we'll get you the answers. That is what we're here for. Heights Home and Farm, we're Route 2 and 395 Cross in Norwich, helping you care for the plants and pets you love. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Our number is 889-5252, WICHAM and FM. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. Uh, about the woman that uh, brought up the subject about the, uh, the government bailing out these students with their student loans and, and Larry, I mean, they're very smart people. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I believe that. But it, it also angers me about who is really bailing these people out. It's not the government. The government doesn't manufacture anything, doesn't make anything. Okay, it doesn't distribute anything except a bunch of baloney, okay? It's you and me and our tax dollars which are bailing out these, these students, okay? 
And as for me, I don't have any children. Never did, never will, don't want any. I love them, but I don't need any kids. Okay. But mm-hmm. it's our tax dollars that are doing it because all we do is just take our money, send it to send it to the government, and they just distribute it out in the wrong way. And, of course, this government, this uh, student loan thing is, uh, you know, I mean, if you if you work hard, you should, you should pay it back. I mean, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's our tax dollars that are... Uh, they're doing this. It's not the government, you know, but, you know, they're just handing it out. That's all i got to say. All right. Thanks. Good point. Appreciate it. Let's get to another call at WMICH. You're on the air. Hi. Uh, McCormick gravy, excellent, and add your own broth from your turkey pan. McCormick's gravy. Okay. We're on the gravy train. Student loans. I remember in the olden days, if you made $10,000 a week, that was astonishing. The dollar was worth so much more than it is today. So everything is inflated. And it took people just as long to pay back debts. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hello. Would you like to be on the stage with the microphone? Or should I do this? Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month, taking up your precious time? It's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy, here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month, review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley and Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich, and online at www.utleyandjones.com. Six minutes before the news at 11. Welcome to the program. Welcome, Father Stu. Yes, Boston Benny. What's up? Well, first of all, I'd like to know how, how you're feeling. I feel pretty good. I may not sound good, but I feel pretty good. Well, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a start. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Because I know you've been dealing with some, some kind of allergy. Ugh, it's awful, but that's okay. There's yeah. worse things. Oh, i tell you what I'm calling about, because mm-hmm. many times, like some of your other callers, I, I've responded to a, 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 one of your callers. Your previous caller, I believe it was the previous caller, said something about how little help the government is. I don't... I, I don't think he really believes that. Well, we taxpayers pay for a lot of things. Well, that's true, but think about... I know there's there's a downside to the government, but there's a plenty of a upside, and the upside is we wouldn't have this country without the government. And if, if they tried to run this country without the government, it, it would be total chaos. Oh, of course. That's so, why if you didn't have police, it'd be total chaos. Yeah. Now, what we do have is the ability to make changes through our government. That's 
think mm-hmm. that's part of what you know what why we're in this country we we have influence input so okay Stu, that was what i wanted to say all so, right boston benny always good to hear you. Your day. you too thank you wych welcome to the program Hey, Stu, you pulled a Kevin on me. I was on the line. You said hello, and, and then you hung up on me. <laughs> well, there was nobody Nobody responded to me, so I hung up. I know that. I am. I'm just having fun. Hey, listen. You can have uh, fun. That's okay. Yeah, today, today at noon in Dallas, Central Time, was Kennedy passed. Yeah, he got assassinated. I think about it every year, Stu. I can't help it. Tomorrow I'll be 62, mm-hmm. and I was going to be three years old that next day. Hey, listen, I got my feedback from my nurse, Linda. She said, Joe, keep doing what you're doing. You're all checked out. My blood work, everything's good, Stu. I never had high potassium, and I've been eating a lot of bananas. She just said, lay off them a little bit, Joe. That's the only thing. But uh, other than that, I'm good to go, man, until the next time I have to get my physical. Well, I'm very glad to hear that, Joe. That's the best news. That is the best news, Stu. And listen, man, and Stephanie, they induced her, my primary care doc. She had her baby on Saturday the 20th. Uh, they didn't name the son yet. And I told Linda to, uh, when they talked to her this afternoon, she just called me. And uh, I said, please tell uh, Stephanie that Joe said uh, congratulations. So I'm happy she had her baby. Good for her. Glad yeah, I was hoping well. she'd have it on the 23rd on my birth. But that's okay. Now, one last thing. I know you're coming up on the top of the hour. Listen, man, military is not for everybody, but it's even on the sea bus. This has been going on for many, 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 many years. If you don't have the uh, sufficient funds to get to school, college, if you go in the reserves, Stu, you get through boot camp, then all you got to do is play weekend war. One weekend a month, two weeks out of the year, and, and anywhere you work, they have to honor that. And you get 100% free tuition for school. So like in Israel, like I said, a lot of other foreign countries, they are mandated, man- mandatory Women and men, two years in the military. If you if you don't if, you know if you don't go to school, so I don't understand why people won't at least give it a try. If you don't make boot camp, so what? You fail out. At least you tried, you know. But that's a great opportunity. I didn't have that opportunity when I joined the Navy. But you know what? Later on in life, I did get some college in from the Navy. But I, I don't understand. So I agree with Larry. Uh, you know, this free handout. It's great to help people. But you know what? Still. You just can't keep All right, Joey, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Lay off the bananas for a while. All right, my man. See you later. See ya. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Okay. So I was I read yesterday's paper of the day and it talked about the climate agreement where um our country and, and others that are doing well are gonna form a fund to pay for Um, climate-related problems in smaller countries. But I'm reading the article, and it said that the world has warmed. Well, it's 1.1 degrees Celsius, or 2 degrees Fahrenheit, since pre-industrial times. Um, You know, I mean, that's, that's hundreds of years, and it's warmed 2 degrees. It's not going to, you know, turn to water overnight if, if it's only warmed up two degrees in that much time. And I remember the um, ice age that we were supposed to have in the 70s. We had um, an ice age a couple of mornings ago. It was really cold. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, in, in listen. I, I've, I've talked to uh, I've talked to but people China who doesn't have to donate because China. What is it called? Um, 
it's an emerging um, economy. It, it's still considered um, a, a, you know, a destitute nation. I got to get to the news. We can we can continue this. I got to get to the news, but we'll talk about it. All right. Thank you. Thanks. W I C H A M thirteen ten O three three D B in Norwich. We're on AM and FM. Part two with Stu after the news. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. The threat of a crippling rail strike is looming once again following two union no votes. And if an agreement can't be reached, it could lead to higher prices and fewer goods. The votes threaten the health of the economy just before the holidays and cast more doubt on whether the industry will be able to resolve the labor dispute before next month's deadline without Congress's help. Three other unions rejected their deals with the railroads that the Biden administration helped broker before the original strike deadline in September. Seven other smaller unions approved the five-year deals that include 24% raises and five thousand dollars in bonuses but all 12 must approve the contracts to prevent a strike john scott reporting a man is being charged with reckless homicide after crashing his suv through the front window of an apple store in massachusetts yesterday one person was killed more than a dozen injured the plymouth county district attorney's office says the 53 year old driver will be arraigned today the governor of Texas is taking immigration matters into his own hands. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is sending 10 armored personnel carriers to the U.S.-Mexico border. It's part of Operation Lone Star. This follows the governor's declaration last week that he was invoking a section of the U.S. Constitution to allow him to defend the border against an invasion of criminals and illegal immigrants. Tasha Stevens reporting. Indonesian officials now say 268 people have died in yesterday's earthquake on the the island of Java. The quake collapsed buildings and search crews are still looking for more than 150 missing people. Only modest growth in the world economy is expected this year and next year's outlook is worse. That's the forecast from the Paris-based Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. More details at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Alabama is putting a temporary halt to executions. Governor Kay Ivey is seeking a pause in executions and ordering a top-to-bottom review of the state's capital punishment system after an unprecedented third failed lethal injection. Ivey issued a statement Monday saying she had both asked the state attorney general to withdraw motions seeking execution dates for two inmates. She also asked that the prison system undertake a full review of the state's execution process. 
The move came just days after the uncompleted execution of Kenneth Eugene Smith, who is the state's second such instance of being unable to kill an inmate in the past two months. Keith Peters reporting. Renewed concerns over Iran's nuclear ambitions. Iran says it has begun producing enriched uranium at 60% purity. That's one technical step away from weapons-grade levels. News and analysis at townhall.com. It's that time of year, sending holiday packages. The big shipping companies feel pretty good about this holiday season. The Postal Service, FedEx, and UPS confident now after struggling under the holiday crush for two years when the pandemic started. You remember, that's when many of us hunkered down at home and turned to online shopping. FedEx just told the AP, we're confident and ready. UPS is hiring about 100,000 seasonal workers to get over the holiday hump. And it has this advice for you. Shop, buy, and ship early. I'm Rita Foley. AAA predicts more than 54 million people will travel 50 miles or more from home this Thanksgiving. That's higher than last year. In fact, it's almost back to pre-pandemic traffic volume. Most Americans will be traveling by car this holiday. I'm Greg Clugston. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Excuse me, I'm just combing my hair. I'll tour them. Uh, good old sunshine and warming up 43 degrees. It's an open forum. I do have a guest for a little bit after the 1 o'clock news. And this is different. Stella Morabito. She is the author of Weaponization of Loneliness, How Tyrants Stoke Out Fear of Isolation into Silence, Divide and Conquer. In other words, don't be a sheeple. Remember when you went to school and you wanted to be part of the clique, so... You said you liked things that you didn't like, and you did things that you didn't really want to do, but you were want to go along with the group. Well, through the years, and that's how dictators start. They uh, brainwash people. They control them. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And, uh, you know, it, it happens in Hollywood. I've interviewed people in Hollywood. They're afraid to say, um, they're afraid to give any political opinions because they'll be blackballed. Interesting stuff. We'll talk to her after one. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Good morning. Father Stewart's Boston Ben, been around the corner and back again. Yes, Ben. What's up? I'm leading off in uh, your second inning. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, I asked you how you were feeling the last hour. You said, you know, you, you're not doing too bad, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But... It, the reason I'm calling is made me think of something my wife said about you, and I thought I'd pass it along to you and the listeners. She described Stu Breyer as the voice of Southern Connecticut, or Southern, yeah, something like that. Well, that's very nice of her to say that, even though the voice is a little off these days, but that's very sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's what made me think of it, your voice... But the fact that you've been on the air helping people and 
providing a, a lot of uh, insight and and you, you've been you've been a, you're you're a great addition to uh, our country, Stuber. That's basically it. So talk to you later. Okay, thanks for that, Ben. Appreciate it. Oh, weather, weather, weather. Would you like some weather? We'll try to make it good for you. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Not as cold this morning as it was yesterday. Today, we're going to see mostly sunny skies. It'll be a bit milder as well with highs in the upper 40s. Tonight, mainly clear, chilly, 30 for the overnight low. Not too bad. Wednesday, mostly sunny, highs in the low 50s. Thursday, Thanksgiving, mostly sunny, highs in the upper 40s to near 50 for the shoreline. And then Friday, Partly to mostly cloudy chance for showers, breezy, highs in the low to mid-50s. In the early warning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. Temperature now at 43 degrees. Welcome to the program. Hello. How are you doing? Okay, thanks. Hello. Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. It sounds a little weird, but I can hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um... You know all of these prices skyrocketing, and they they got all these excuses. Well, I ran into a situation the other day. Uh, I was in Walmart and they had cider, apple cider, six ninety seven for a gallon of apple cider. Mm, okay, that's that's so I passed that up. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a certain thing that the shelf was empty and the the people couldn't find it. You know, their computer says it was in the back room, but they couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. So I went to another store, formerly Better Value, and they 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 I asked the clerk. They didn't even know what it was. It's minced meat. I like minced meat pie. They don't. Oh, I don't know what it is. Anyhow, on the way out, I didn't buy anything there. They got a big display of apple cider. Nine ninety seven a gallon. Oh my. Well, it came from a local orchard, actually up in Eastford. Mm-hmm. All right. And you say, wait a minute. It's an orchard. They got the apples, they make the cider, they put it in a jug and sell it probably at wholesale price to the store. So I called the orchard. I said, how much do you charge for a gallon of cider? She says, $7.99, $2. Now I said, if you, I were gonna buy a truckload, would you give me a wholesale? Oh yeah, I said, we do wholesale. So this store is bumping up the price like three or four dollars for something that's not affected by anything really <laughs> you know and it's just basically greed we gotta make more money so we're gonna charge people and we're gonna give them some flimsy excuse so that's my Okay, well, you know, different day, places are some places are trying to catch up on things, but you're all right. It's a good point. I didn't know about well, cider. You know, it's not my I didn't <clears throat> my fault. I didn't uh, do the epidemic. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's not 
They're using the epidemic, they're using, you know, Ukraine, you name it, price of tea in China. <laughs> they're using every excuse they can think of to gouge us. Well, that does seem a lot for cider, that's for sure. <clears throat> yeah, it sure is. Well, I didn't buy any, and I probably won't. <laughs> All right, sir, thank you. Thank you, bye-bye. Cider. I haven't had any cider this year. After that, maybe I won't. But a good apple a day is uh, sounds okay to me. What do you think? Open forum, 889-5252 is our number. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Cutting your own Christmas tree is a great tradition that builds memories for the whole family. Start your family's tradition at Gear Tree Farm in Griswold. With over 100 beautiful acres of award-winning trees, you'll find the perfect one for you. The Gear family works hard all year round on their manicured fields and gravel roads to provide easy access and ensure the perfect tree cutting experience that the whole family will enjoy. Gear Tree Farm is open from 8 to 4, starting the day after Thanksgiving. The Gear family business was founded more than 60 years ago by Dave, past sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo. Together, they ensure your Christmas tree cutting experience is the best around. Gear Tree Farm is located at 141 Norman Road. And for your convenience, Gear Tree Farm also has fresh pre-cut trees just a mile away on Route 138. Remember, for your perfect Christmas tree, you've got to go to Gear's. Well, I'll get the tree up early, enjoy it for a good five weeks or so, because it goes by quickly. Isn't it fun getting it all decorated? You're on the, except for the star up top. It just keeps tilting. I don't understand that. Welcome to the program. Stu, second quarter. Second quarter. What's up, Joe? Uh, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I've been following this, Stu, and it's funny, but back in 1952, I wasn't born, but the shawl ran, I ran. Okay, and then the big thing was Ayatollah Khomeini. You know, uh, President, uh, the peanut guy, uh, Jimmy Carter, he had a bad rap. He sincerely tried and tried. I watched the big documentary on it. Tried to his best to get those hostages out after 440 days, 44 days. On Reagan's uh, inauguration that day, that day, they came up with a deal on the last two billion that we had holding them. We gave it back to Iran. They freed the hostages. But, you know, this over Iran is, they're worse than Russia. I watched an episode last night, a big thing, man. That woman that got killed two months ago and the riot and all that, there's over 14,000 people arrested now. And so uh, hundreds and hundreds have been already killed. And they're raping the men and women when they bring them in for torture. That's their form of torturement, rape them. It's disgusting. And now this World Cup, and I like soccer. I played American football, but I, my brother was a soccer player. And, 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 and all the crap and politics that they're bringing to Qatar there. It's just pathetic, Stu. I don't know how you feel, but that's my thought. Well, listen, I'll tell you right now, Iran is uh, building up their nuclear weapons. They are evil. They are a terrorist organization, and um, there's going to be something going on, some confrontation soon with them. 
I don't disagree with you at all, my man. You know, it's uh, and, and nuclear weapons and all that crap. Re- uh, uh, President Trump, man, he put a stop. He put a, a whammy on them about nuclear weapons and stuff. They're just they're sneaky, no good people, man. They are just, you know, the American guy that I am. I'd rather be dead than have to live in a country like that. I'm not kidding you. Well, they're, you they're yeah. bad. They're 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 worse. They're just as bad as Putin, as far as I'm concerned. You have to have compassion for the poor people who live there and what they have I to go through. I certainly do. Still, I feel so sorry for those people, and I feel sorry every night when I watch these women and the children that are left behind. Their husbands and sons and and boys are all fighting in the stupid war in Russia, and you know they're going to have a freezing cold, hard, hard, definitely or. A brutal winter coming, you know, Stu. It's just terrible. It's I've got, it brings tears to my eyes. Yep. We'll try to have a little fun today, okay? I certainly will, my brother. I'll talk to you later on, man. See you later. See you later, alligator. November 22nd. It's a date that we will remember for a very long time. It's the day that the news of the bulletin came out of Dallas that the president in the motorcade has been shot. Here's the report when we found out when the president died. This is Walter Cronkite in our newsroom. And there has been an attempt, as perhaps you know now, on the life of President Kennedy. He was wounded in an automobile driving from Dallas Airport into downtown Dallas, along with Governor Connolly of Texas. They've been taken to Parkland Hospital there, where their condition is as yet unknown. We have not been told their condition at Dallas in the downtown hotel room. A group had been gathered to hear President Kennedy when he was waiting his arrival. Let's switch down there now, where Eddie Barker of KRLD is on the air. As you can imagine, there are many stories that are coming in now as to the actual condition of the president. One is that he is dead. This cannot be confirmed. Another is that uh, Governor Connolly is in the operating room. This we have not confirmed. The president was whisked from the scene of the attempted assassination or assassination, depending upon his condition, of course, at this hour, uh, by bus to Parkland Hospital, and uh, the president uh, undoubtedly is in the emergency room at that hospital, which would be on the first floor of uh, Parkland. No uh, word as yet. We are awaiting something more official. It is, of course, difficult, certainly, uh, to go on scanty reports. This is Walter Cronkite back at the CBS Newsroom in New York. We have just been advised from Dallas that blood transfusions are being given to President Kennedy. Let us recall for you now what has transpired in this... KRLD is reporting they've been told by some of the hospital the president's dead. Only a rumor, but they've been told that KRLD is saying. Well, that's a repeat of something that you heard reported to you directly a moment ago from KRLD television in Dallas. And that is the rumor that has reached them at the the hotel that uh, the president is dead. Totally unconfirmed, apparently, as yet. However, let's go back to KRLD in Dallas. Operating room. We do not know what his condition is, but the report is that the president is dead. This is not confirmed. This is something that uh, word just came to us a minute ago. The word we have is that President Kennedy is dead. This we do not know for a fact. 
The word we have is that he is dead, that he was shot by an assassin at the intersection of Elm and Houston Streets uh, just as he was going into the underpass. The word we have is from a doctor on the staff of Parkland Hospital who says that it is true. He was in tears when he told me just a moment ago. This is still not officially confirmed, but as I say, the source would normally be a good one. That was Eddie Barker at our affiliate KRLD in Dallas, Texas, speaking from the room where President Kennedy had been scheduled to make an address to three Dallas organizations, but an assassin's bullets cut him down on the way to that meeting from the airport. It was just an hour ago that the incident took place. We have just learned, however, ever that Father Huber, one of the two priests called into the room, has administered the last sacrament of the church to President Kennedy. Regarding the probable assassin, the sheriff's officers have taken a young man into custody at the scene, a man 25 years old. We, are re we just have a report from our correspondent, Dan, rather in Dallas, that he has confirmed that President Kennedy is dead. There is still no official confirmation of this, however. It's a report from our correspondent, Dan Rather, in Dallas, Texas. We're now going into that Dallas uh, luncheon the president had planned to address. Let's go back. Prayers, we understand, are underway. If we may reveal that song that shall be Vice President Lyndon Johnson has not been seen in the corridors of the Parkland Hospital. He was uh, said to perhaps have been slightly wounded in the arm. Mrs. Lyndon Johnson says that the Vice President, though, is fine. Throughout the streets of Dallas, the Dallas police had been augmented by some 400 uh, policemen called in on their day off because there were some fears and concerns in Dallas uh, that... Uh, that there might be demonstrations, at least, that could embarrass the president. Because it was only on October the 24th that our ambassador to the United Nations, Adley Stevenson, uh, was assaulted in Dallas, uh, leaving a dinner meeting there. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time some 38 minutes ago. Vice President Lyndon Johnson <clears throat> has left the hospital in uh, Dallas, but we do not know uh, to where he has proceeded. Uh, presumably, he will be taking the oath of office shortly and become uh, the 36th President of the United States. That was the great newsman, Walter Cronkite, and uh, there were tears in his eyes when it was official. On this day in 1963, November 22nd, um, was a weird Thanksgiving time, I'll tell you that. Welcome to the program. Hi there, Stu. How are you today? Hey, it's Mayor Bob, right? Yeah. Well, I remember that day. It was an uneventful day. It, it, we are... We're coming home from school. I was in elementary school at the time, and I walked down Greenmanville Avenue, because I was going to the old Broadway school at the time, and just went home, 
and saw the flags all down and half staff. Mm-hmm. And then my mom had the black and white color, uh, the black and white TV on, and we just kind of like glanced at it in like awe. And then you know, I just remember the the events like John F. Kennedy's brother, Robert F. Kennedy, and Martin Luther King when they died too. So you just don't forget dates like that. It was a terrible, terrible time. It's uh, it was a weird Thanksgiving time, that's for sure. Yeah, I think we like um, just like you know, kind of like we're like it just in a. Days with all that, with Thanksgiving and also, and uh, you know, anybody that was around back then would just probably not forget. No, we didn't. Everything was shut down for days. Uh, Yeah, people were flying so they could be a part of the um, the uh, funeral, and you know, as close as they could get, and uh, it was it was horrible. We do have yeah, that original just, footage. It was the there. same way with uh, Robert F. Kennedy and Martin Luther oh, yeah. King, too. Almost, like those days. It was almost too much to bear when those two got assassinated as well. But yeah, I mean, you move we were on. already dealing with the Vietnam War, as it was. There's always going to be evil, and um, unfortunately. Mm. And, uh, so I have, some, I have some news for you here. Okay, what you got for news? Well, I'm going to be moving over to Westerly again uh, okay, you next can, week. You can be the mayor of Westerly now. Yeah, yeah. I've got a place in senior housing over there, so I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to settling down. At the call came in that they had an opening for that, so I'm looking forward to that. Good. And, you know, and, and you'll be close to your sisters, and hopefully you'll have a nice Thanksgiving with them, right? Yeah, well, my my younger sister lives here in Missick. She's just on the road, but mm-hmm. so I won't be living near her. I'll be living back with a couple other sisters. Are so I'll always be around family here. I think. Yeah, well, they're not. Everybody's not that far away, so that's good. That's good. I have four. I have four out of five sisters who live in the area here. And you, the only brother. The only brother. He must be so proud of you. You're the mayor of uh, Westerly now. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to check out the beaches again, because yeah, I haven't been down that way in a while. Well, it's a little cold now, but hey, it's good hearing yeah. from you, Bob. I hope you have a very uh, nice Thanksgiving. I did I did meet up with Jim Reed the other day, too, for lunch. Oh, good. Jimmy's a good guy, and uh, he's always liked you a lot. Yeah, we're always, we're always talking radio. We're always talking radio. I think he knows everything about radio. I know. We radio people love to talk radio. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to get through, but I mostly listen to you guys because I like to like what the people have to say pretty much. Uh, Jimmy Fowler there in the afternoon, mm-hmm. well, he's a real shit talker-upper, isn't he? Oh, he's an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A stand-up comedian he, too. He keeps you—he keeps you listening. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, Bobby, good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you, Stu. See you later. Care. Let's take this call before the break. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, I remember that day, JFK. My—I had a—I had my my daughter and my son was like 
maybe a few months old and um we you know we only got a couple channels but uh when it come over the tv which was a black and white tv like mayor bob said um it was oh my gosh it was just horrible and i wanted to mention daryl monroe was in the police station when who got shot you know do you remember well, he had to uh, do with Kennedy. He was in the Dallas area, and mm-hmm. uh, he knew Jack Ruby, who shot Oswald. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, Stu, I'm glad we had all these people on WICH over the years. There's so many things in my mind that I remember and care and love. You know, a lot of interesting uh, folks come have come through here. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's been fun all these years, you know. Um, it, it's just, uh, I remember it was Thanksgiving when they were parading, and little John Jr. was saluting. What a cute little boy. Mm-hmm. But i got to tell you, those Kennedys have had some very, very bad luck, and oh, my goodness. But um, it's a joyous day, and... Um, Thanksgiving coming up and good. Try to have, people, try to have a good day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I will. I will. <clears throat> uh, and I wanted to say to Susan, I um, I am I'm a big believer in God and faith and prayer, and I thank her for uh, saying a few things about the person. And um, but I I believe in God and He knows what He's doing, and uh, we have so so much more medical today and I often think that maybe JFK would have lived if we had you know, back then all the modern mm, medicine. It's pretty uh, so pretty we, unlikely he was shot more than one time and uh, Yeah, oh god, it's terrible. Yeah. You know, Stu, I remember her pink outfit she had on. I could almost see it. You know what I mean? I had, uh, one of my most uh, interesting interviews with was with uh, Norma Connolly who was in the Motorcade. Oh, right. She was John Conley's uh, wife, and uh, she wrote a whole memoir of that day. And wow. uh, I saved that tape. I like that tape. Yeah, well, maybe someday uh, you could play it so we could hear it, you know. I'll play I it again. I think I remember because I didn't. Years ago, there wasn't nothing much on TV, so the radio was a blessing for me, and I enjoyed it. Well, I want you to you know? I want you to enjoy the day, and I hope your husband's feeling better. All right. Yeah, he's supposed to call me, but you know I've got faith, and and Good. God will take care of us. I made it this long, Stu. Going to make it the rest of the way. All right. Good for you. Okay. Bye, bye, dear. Talk to you later. I'll get to another call coming up. Wich. At Hyde's Home and Farm, we're proud of our exceptional customer service and locally tailored selection of lawn and garden, farm, feed, and pet supplies. We offer the kind of service that everyone deserves. The kind of service where we help you find what you need, check you out, carry the heavy stuff to your car, and you never have to pay for a shopping bag. If you have any questions, we'll get you the answers. That is what we're here for. Hyde's Home and Farm, we're Route 2 and 395 Cross in Norwich, helping you care for the plants and pets you love. Bowfies, you're gonna love it. 
It's that time of year again. The holidays are upon us with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Valby's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram would like to give back to the community. All month long, we'll be hosting a food drive to help those in need. Feel free to drop off canned goods and non-perishable items to our showroom at 395 West Thames Street in Norwich. In addition, for every new vehicle sold in the month of November, Valby's Motors will donate a turkey to the food drive supporting veterans at New London Homeless Hospitality Center. Planning a road trip to a family gathering this holiday season? We've got you covered with our Black Friday sales event. Drive with confidence in any of our 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Or visit us online at Valvis.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Thanks for your support and happy holidays to all. We look forward to seeing you soon. Valvis, you're gonna love it. 94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Stu Breyer with you, WICH. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hey, here's a couple of trivia things about um, the JFK deal. Um, Oswald's wife is still alive. I found that out this morning. She's remarried to somebody else, though. No, good for her. But she is still alive. Doesn't seem fair, though, does it? Jackie's gone. Um, JFK Jr. had to die in that airplane on my birthday. Everything happens on July 16th. Anyway, on that, and um, in, now I remember, in an Oral Roberts book on his life, he actually went to the White House and spoke with JFK because JFK wanted to know what is a miracle. And so he actually went there, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, I hope they kept back in that day, Catholics and Protestants didn't mix it up. I hope that didn't get JFK killed. I mean, it's an off-the-wall comment, but... No, that's, uh, that's not... You just don't know. Well, hey, Oral Roberts had attempts on his life 14 times. So, you know, he was hated... Amazing, oh, Roberts huh? was, believe it or not, he, he had a really tough life. Everybody thinks it was great, but no, it wasn't. But he toughed it out and lived to, um, you know, die a good old age. And um, that, and here's something for everybody to cry about. I also found out this morning. Eversource is announcing that it is officially going to raise rates 50% next year and the average amount per bill is going to be an extra $84. Now, these are Lamont's buddies because Lamont tells them they can do it or not. So, for everybody that loves Lamont, enjoy all that money. You're going to get a little extra in Social Security um, come January. You're going to be paying it back to Eversource. You're talking about $84 for the whole year more? No, no, no. $84 per bill. Per bill? They're raising rates 50%. I'm going, what? 50%? But they could do it now. Their man's in office. They're going to get everything. It's going to go up, just like that cider thing. Just go right to the apple orchards and buy your cider. Go to Clyde Cider Mill. Never mind store-bought stuff. you got to go right to the source. But, um, and it's fresher, too. But, yeah, Eversource, I heard it on the news. So, hey, 
It's going to probably maybe take its time to be in the newspaper, but that's not nice for the new year. All right. Well, come up with some good news the next time we talk to you. Oh, well, you're, you're going to have a guest next hour, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when? when be, uh, one o'clock. One oh five. One. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll, I'll have to see if I can think of something. Something good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, bye-bye. Something good. Something borrowed, something blue. We'll get to another call right now. WICH, welcome. Um, hi, Stu. I have a turkey. You have a turkey? Well, congratulations. No, I meant, I meant actually a beef. I'm being funny. Oh, okay. Okay, so the thing is, you know, I went to college all my life, paid it, okay? Paid myself through college. Good for you. No, not really. I'm joking. I'm getting to my point. Okay, please. I'm getting to my point. Mm-hmm. I spent all my life just learning and um, with common sense, and as the years go by, the wisdom. So without college... Um, I didn't have to pay any money. Now, I own a home, I have no debt, and luckily, uh, my health is excellent. I am retired, I'm 70 years old, and I know how to make a living. So all that other stuff for people that you need to go to college and have an education, whatever, to make a lot of money, whatever. I did this well, everybody's with a high different. school diploma. Everybody's different. Some people can uh, be millionaires and never go to college, and other people yeah, get so a lot Yeah, so I love my it. little tiny house, bigger than a tiny house. But um, the other thing, um, that's it, Stu. Okay. So I want to share my success. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. The Butterball Turkey Hotline gets 12,000 calls tomorrow. And they have uh, a list of some of the uh, funnier calls that they got. For instance, can I brine my turkey in the washing machine? Can I use my oven self-cleaning cycle to speed up the cooking process? If I cut my turkey with a chainsaw, will the oil affect the taste? These are calls they actually get. Can I take my frozen turkey into my sauna and thaw it faster? Taking the turkey into your sauna. The Miller family in Zionville, Ohio, have 900 collectible turkeys in their home. They started collecting in 1984. I don't exactly know what that's all about, but uh, these are things that allegedly are true. 12% of people plan to open a topical Thanksgiving audio credit card account for holiday spending. 29% of people get stressed by holiday shopping. 21% of people are overwhelmed by holiday shopping. 35% of people get stressed by not having extra money to buy gifts. We can really work ourselves up, huh? Ooh, what if we don't get that Cabbage Patch doll? Ooh... A survey by a Boston Market reveals that 50% of holiday hosts 
use prepare foods as part of their Thanksgiving meal. Other findings, 33% of holiday cooks have no problem taking credit for a dish their guests liked. 62% of people believe meals are the most important aspect of the holiday season. 64% of people don't care about the nutritional implications of what they eat on Thanksgiving. Basically, people go, how the heck with it? (laughs) Let's have a good time today. A Thanksgiving survey by Chemistry.com reveals that 65% of singles have wished for love on a turkey wishbone. Mm. I used to just wish that I would win the wishbone. Other findings, singles were also asked which celebrity chef they would want to help them cook their Thanksgiving dinner. (coughs) Rachel Ray topped the list, 41%, followed by Bobby Flay, 26%. Wolfgang Puck, 22%, and Gordon Ramsay, 11 I don't know the other ones. I know Rachel Ray for sure. 51% of singles say chocolate pie is the top aphrodisiac on the Thanksgiving dinner table. Apple pie came in second, followed by sweet potatoes and turkey. The pies are doing very well. Mm, I love this stuff. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Fine. What's up? All right. Yeah, I just I just saw the um, article that Larry was talking about with the the two babies mm-hmm. who were her um, disgusting. It is. It is. I know. And they said back in in the let's let's pass Roe v. Wade that there wouldn't be any child abuse because every child would be wanted. I think they were wrong. Anyway, I didn't want to talk about that. I wanted to talk about, there's no supply chain issue, except I had a call to pharmacies to get my husband's medication, which is which he was supposed to take on Saturday, um, because it's on back order. Um, that's just one item. I went to go get cough drops, and they were like, Four different. There were only like four different choices. There haven't. Most places don't have sugar-free cough drops. Haven't had them in months. Really? Hmm. Um, yeah. Distilled water. You're limited to two, two gallons, because there's a supply shortage. And these are only things that I'm buying. You know, I I went to the store on Friday, and I spent a, more money than I've ever spent before. And some of the items were like triple what I used to pay. And I come home and I turned on the TV and Fox News was on and they had President Biden going, the gas prices are going down, the grocery prices are going down, this is going down, that's going down. And um, I wasn't very ladylike in my response to his talking. I hope he had his fingers Uh, crossed. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, the people that are in Congress and and they and the president aren't out there with people like me who, you know, my husband and I are on a fixed income. And we were doing fine during um, Trump's reign. Well, they, they know what's going so on. They, they know what's going on. It's political propaganda. You know that. Oh, I know that. They but know what's happening. Just, 
it, it irritates me. It really, it, it truly, truly does. And it truly does that our representatives in the state of Connecticut aren't voicing opinions like, why are we spending this money? Because it's not helping, you know, I got a response back. I'd, I'd written about, about after my 566 a gallon oil, I wrote to Joe Courtney, to Senator Blumenthal and to Chris Murphy. Now, Chris Murphy a little bit um, responded to my 566 a gallon and the inflation and why, you know, that, that he's not doing anything. Joe Courtney, who was the one that I respected more than the other two, he's writing about, oh, yeah, well, the prescriptions are going down, you know, in whatever year it is, and insulin's going down for seniors and da-da-da. Well, I'm sorry, Joe Courtney. I know that that affects a lot of people, and I, I do not want to discount the fact that they're doing something, but it's not happening now, and in my case, I don't need that help. You know, I want help with my groceries, with my gas, with my oil, with my electricity, all of which are going up. Um, so, and Senator Blumenthal has not responded to me, which is no surprise, because he usually does not. The other two do. Um, and I was going to write to the president, too, and then my husband's like, don't say what you just out here. And I was like, no, I don't want the FBI listening. Well, me. the FBI will be on your back porch. You know, right. You know, just let it be between us, what I call them. Um, but it, it's frustrating, and it's frustrating. And I spent a half hour calling to see if this other pharmacy. I, we got a CVS, but Walgreens does have a few. They're they're always on, off and on on back order too, on this particular medication. And luckily they had it, and they were they're going to have the prescription transferred and they'll fill it. Right. Try uh, to have a nice um, day. Yeah, it is a beautiful day out. I'm going for a ride right now. Good. Um, as long as I'm in my warm car, I don't care that it's 44 degrees out there. Anyway, have a great day. You too, thank and I you. Will have a better day. Good. Thank you. Hello, you're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu, how you doing? All right, sir. How you doing? Let's try Prancer today. Prancer? I don't know. No. Prancer is uh, on vacation. All right. Yeah. Hey, Stu, I just left the store and picked up my turkey. Yes. And, and I think I'm going to eat that baby real slow this Thanksgiving. Make it last, huh? Make it last. And now I'm over here at the gas station putting some liquid gold in the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are they charging huh? at your where, where you are? What's the uh, price? How much is the gas right now? Yeah. Uh, $3.50. Fifty-three cents a gallon over on uh, over on West Town Street here okay, in Norwich. It's about as low as you're going to get in the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not much lower. Hey, hey, Stewie, you mentioned uh, cabbage patch dolls there a little earlier. Oh yeah, I'll never forget yeah. that. People were going oh, crazy with that. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. When I was dating my wife, she had to have a certain cabbage patch doll for Christmas. So I got up bright and early that morning, Saturday morning, and headed down, I think at the time it was Caldors, and I said, I'll get there half an hour before they open, and when I got there, there must have been 100 people waiting at the starting line, and now all of a sudden, the gate opened up, and wouldn't you know it, those 100 people plus myself headed towards the toy department? Yeah. It was like a swarm of bees, and you know... 
I fought and I scraped and whatever, but I got the one she wanted. And you know where that stinking cabbage patch doll is today? Down in the cellar somewhere. No, in a town dump. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? People would call me up and say, oh, it's going to ruin my kid's Christmas if I can't get one of those. And you've got to get one of those. And somebody called up and offered $200 for one of those. It was unbelievable. Yes, yes. Just but I got it. I got it. But today it's at the town dump, probably at the bottom of the landfill. Oh. And you, and you know another thing I wish I had today, and it's, I had every single one of them, was the Tonka, Tonka trucks, Tonka toy trucks. Oh, I wish I had all my toys today. I loved them. And you know where they are, too. Yeah, I know, in the they dump. Probably sh- Well, they probably shipped them back over to Japan to make a Toyota or something. You well, know? some of those toys uh, are worth something. If they we, are today. If, if they, we only knew uh, yeah. uh, back then what we know today, right? You don't think hey, about it when you're a kid. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, hey, you have yourself a nice Thanksgiving, you and your family. And, and of course, you're not going to be in on Thanksgiving Day, so. Well, thank you, and... Uh, you too. Have a lot of fun and uh, don't eat now too much I'm, cabbage. Now, <laughs> now I'm going to run in and get me a coffee. All right. All right. You have a good day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Nice call. Welcome to the program. You're on. Uh, yes, I'm calling for Swap Shop, but before I forget, I want to wish you and your family and everybody out in the listening area have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Well, I hope you do too. Okay. And uh, could I please uh, put my four items on, if you would allow me to? Sure, I'd love you to get a couple of bites, but go right ahead. Okay. Uh, it's a, I got a Craftsman Toe Behind Lawn Sweeper uh, I like to get rid of. I want to get it out of my shed. I don't have no room for it in there. Uh, gas-powered string trimmer, same brand name. A lawn and garden tractor made... A uh, lawn and garden trailer, you're toe behind a lawn tractor. It's made by MTD. And also a uh, extremely well-built Craftsman lawn roller. Uh, they can call me at eight six zero nine four nine eight one one nine. Eight six zero nine four nine eight one one nine. Nine four nine eight one one nine. Thank you. You're welcome. I truly loved my toys. I wish that you know I didn't throw them away because some of them are worth something that I. But I did. Uh, absolutely. I had a great puppet collection. And then when I got older and I got away from that, uh, my mom gave Mitchell across the street my puppets because he was little. And, you know, I didn't care at the time. But now it would be fun to be to see him again. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. How you doing today? Okay, sir. Hey, I just want to have a shout-out to a couple guys that I used to work with. Uh, Ray and uh, the other one is... Uh, Oh, geez, you got me all nerved up right now. I can't even think straight. <laughs> Take a deep breath. You'll, uh, you think of it. Ray and... Uh... Ray and... Uh, and tell Ray, uh, I think I found that, that doll in the dump. Oh, you got the doll in the dump. <laughs> That'd be great. And you have a good Thanksgiving, too. You, too. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, okay. Thanks you're so now when you go in the store, you see 9 million Cabbage Patch dolls going, please take me. Half price, please. They were cute. Really. And I guess what people liked is they came with their birth certificate and they were all allegedly different. And it was a craze. 
People were spending way more than what you could buy them in the store just to get them. But it was, uh, isn't it funny how we thought, wow, if we don't get one of those, that's going to ruin our kids' Christmas. And then they got the doll, and it's like your parents had to go to war to get one. Now, if they didn't get the doll on Christmas, and then a few weeks later they got the doll, then the, the kid would get all excited again. they say, all right. But now, you know, after you play with it for a few minutes, and okay, what else? Rip those packages open, right? This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Most people are unaware of the dangers of buying medication online. I'll be back with some info about this important issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. According to the World Health Organization, 50% of medicines sold online by websites that hide their physical address are counterfeit. There are hundreds of stories about patients being harmed by medication purchased online, as there are few specific online pharmacy laws. As certain drugs become more expensive and some patients take on more of the cost burden, some people have even gone online to buy life-saving drugs such as cancer medications. Just be aware and do your research. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. The threat of winter ice storms will soon be here. Now's a great time to invest in a dependable Honda generator from Dubay's Tractor Center, your premier Honda sales and service headquarters, just off Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut-Rhode Island border. The Honda My Generator Bluetooth app is available to you on most models. This app puts valuable information in the palm of your hand and makes the use of a Honda generator easier and more convenient, reducing the need to go outside in inclement weather to monitor generators. You can start, stop, and monitor critical operations of a portable Honda generator remotely from a compatible Apple device or Android smartphone through a Bluetooth interface. Be sure to get your dependable Honda generator today at Dubay's Tractor Center, 65 Dubay Drive in Danielson. Celebrating 46 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor power equipment. Call 860-774-7595 or check them out online at DubayTractor.com. So when I lived in Elm Hill Avenue in uh, Roxbury, Massachusetts, in the top floor, little Stewie was uh, believing in Santa Claus. However, my parents said they also will get some gifts, and Santa wouldn't bring all of them. And one time around Christmas time, I happened to look up, way up in the closet, because, you know, I wasn't tall then, and there it was, a puppet of Rudy Kazuti that my parents bought. I felt like, wow, what a snitch. I snuck in there, and I no, I didn't go and get a ladder and get it, but I knew what I was getting because we didn't have too many hiding places back in that apartment because it wasn't very big, but I knew where one of them was, way up in the closet. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Hi again. Hi. Um, I was wondering, did you get a hold of that uh, honeycomb? 
I got some honeycomb yesterday. Somebody said it was in Sandy's in yes. Westerly. Yes. However, it's not local, so I hope it's going to be just as good. I don't know. Right, yeah. Well, um, I was thinking of when I'd have, uh, you know, my <laughs> a stuffy head, not so much sinuses, though. Mm-hmm. But I would uh, use Alka-Sosa Plus, and that was uh, very comforting, too. Like, made you sleep good. Mm, that so, sounds good. Yeah, um, I can't use it now because it has aspirin in it, and I don't know if mm. you can take aspirin or not. Yeah, I can. I know that, uh, you know, it's a good blood thinner, but, you know, not take too much if you don't have to, I guess. Yeah. Well, mm. I, I just don't take it anymore. I mean, luckily, I don't seem to get that uh, problem anymore either. So, oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know how many things you said. You tried an awful lot of things. Oh, my goodness. I could open up a pharmacy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyhow, maybe consider if the honeycomb doesn't help you, the Alka-Seltzer Plus might. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Sue, when it comes down to the price of uh, apple cider or anything in the grocery store, the price will always come down because when it gets closer to the expiration date, you know... uh, the store will uh, have a sale or something just to push it out the door because, you know, it's either the customer's going to eat it or the store, and the store doesn't want to eat it, so, you know, they'll, they'll mark it down just to get it out of the mm-hmm. store. I mean, they, they do that all the time. You know, once so. in a while, we see, um, like, cakes and things, and it's close to the expiration date, and we get them for half price, and they're really good. So Yeah. yeah I mean, a lot of people even still buy uh, day-old bread at these uh, these mm-hmm. outlets there, and you know, there's nothing wrong with it. No. You know? And they last so, longer than the expiration date most of the time. Yeah. You know, even eggs. They, they say that eggs, uh, even after the expiration, <clears throat> they will last like like another week. Mm-hmm. You know? So you just have to, you know, wait for the expiration date to get a little closer. It's really the last sale date, you know, but everybody thinks it's the expiration date. But, you know, when it gets closer to that, you know, they'll start marking it down and just get it for a cheaper price. So that's it. Is that what you do? Well, I, I always do that. You always you know? do that? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Now, a lot of times what I do is I'll take, like, Minute Maid uh, sugar-free lemonade, and I'll have, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, an empty bottle, and I'll split it in half, you know, like, at an equal level, and then I'll fill them both up with water so I get two out of one. Yeah, good going. Yeah. Well, you're doing some smart things. I mean, it might cost me two forty-nine for one bottle, but if I could split it in half, I mean, Mm -hmm. have the lemonade at the same equal level and then fill up the rest with water, you know, I mean, it's cheaper. Yeah, you dilute it. I get two bottles for the price of Mm -hmm. one. Well, all right. I I should take you shopping with me. Yeah. Thanks, sir. All right. A lot of people are doing things to save a little money here and there. If you're into coupons, remember when you do get milk, reach reach in the back because they have the ones in front that have quicker expiration dates because they want you to get them. I understand that. It's not they're doing anything wrong, but if you reach in the back, you'll find one that's going to last longer. So you have to do a little moving around. (coughs) We have a news break, but first I want to check up on the weather right here. 
Hi, everybody. Good morning. Not as cold this morning as it was yesterday. Today, we're going to see mostly sunny skies. It'll be a bit milder as well with highs in the upper 40s. Tonight, mainly clear, chilly, 30 for the overnight low. Not too bad. Wednesday, mostly sunny, highs in the low 50s. Thursday, Thanksgiving, mostly sunny, highs in the upper 40s to near 50 for the shoreline. And then Friday, Partly to mostly cloudy chance for showers, breezy, highs in the low to mid-50s. In the early warning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. Well, thank you, Scott Haney. Currently, it's 45 degrees. we got a lot of turkey tips to bring you today and tomorrow. As we get closer to Thanksgiving Day, we wish you all well. But uh, we have a news break coming up. I wish I could tell you what's all good news. But maybe we can find some in there. You never know. Then Lunchtime Oldies. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 Norwich. 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. So after the news, we have an interesting blend of... And then, of course, we have a guest for a little while at 1 o'clock. A lot of things going on. Right now, it's noon... Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. As the Thanksgiving Day holiday approaches, millions of Americans are hitting the road. Turkey travel starting earlier this year and costing more, with experts predicting Thanksgiving travel crowds to rival those of 2019, the year before the pandemic. AAA predicts nearly 55 million people will travel for Thanksgiving. That's only 2% less than in 2019. James Daly's family is flying earlier in the week to save money. The economy is a little concerning, but that's life, you know, and we still got to spend time with the family and people because that's more important than just things. Airlines and the TSA say they're ready for the crowds, but Joe Rodriguez is saving by not flying. They wanted it like $300 one way and I was like, boy, that's too much. And I found out the Amtrak, only $42. In addition to planes and trains, there's automobiles. I'm Julie Walker. AAA says most travelers will drive to their destinations much like last year. Also at townhall.com, consumers could quickly start seeing higher gas prices and shortages of some of their favorite groceries. If railroads aren't able to agree on contracts with all 12 of their unions ahead of next month's deadline after the latest rejection vote on Monday. Congress may ultimately have to step in to protect the economy. Republican Senator Tom Cotton says his party will have to focus on key principles. If they want to win the White House in 2024, one of those, strong national defense. We increase defense spending substantially. We also need to refocus uh, our military, getting them back to the blocking and tackling uh, of war fighting, being ready to fight tonight, not worrying about which pronouns our drill sergeants are using. Cotton spoke to the Salem Radio Network. Stocks are higher, the Dow up 281 points, the Nasdaq ahead 52. More at townhall.com. Adam, what are you thankful for? Great question, Nick. My new son, Henry, eating too much of mom's pumpkin pie. I'm grateful that Legacy Box has been able to help millions of people safeguard their important recorded moments. And with our Black Friday event that starts now, more families can enjoy digitizing their home movies and pictures with an insane 65% off. Legacy Box is the best gift for you or a family member. It's what Better Homes and Gardens calls the most sentimental gift to make this holiday season special. And what Reader's Digest called a genius product. That's because Legacy Box is 
is simple and safe, and we digitize everything by hand. You'll get your originals back, plus digital copies that protect your treasured tapes, film reels, and photos from floods, mold, even the decay of time. So while the stuffing is in the oven, make sure to visit Legacy Box and shop our Black Friday event to take an unreal 65% off. With limited quantities ready to ship, this deal will go fast. Black Friday starts now at LegacyBox.com slash LBox. That's LegacyBox.com to take 65% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBox. Iran says it has begun producing enriched uranium at 60% purity at its underground Fordo nuclear plant. Iran's official news agency described the step as a response to a recent resolution by the UN's nuclear watchdog, but did not elaborate that the increased enrichment is seen as a significant addition to the country's nuclear program. Enrichment to 60% purity is one short technical step away from weapons grade levels at 90%. Non-proliferation experts have warned in recent months that Iran now has enough 60% enriched uranium to reprocess its fuel for at least one nuclear bomb. I'm Charles Dilatesma. Indonesian rescuers using jackhammers, sometimes their bare hands to shift the rubble of flattened buildings, searching for the dead and missing from an earthquake. That 5.6 magnitude quake killed at least 268 people, more than 1,000 injured. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. U.S. authorities say police in Estonia have arrested two men accused of a half-billion-dollar cryptocurrency fraud. An indictment unsealed in U.S. District Court in Seattle charged 37-year-old Estonian citizen Sergei Portapenko and Ivan Turijin with wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Prosecutors say they tricked hundreds of thousands of people into buying contracts for a cryptocurrency mining service called Hashflare. The men are accused of using shell companies to launder the $575 million and to purchase real estate and luxury cars. Correspondent Jeremy House, the CEO of Dubai International Airport, says passenger numbers for the third quarter of 2022 surpassing pre-COVID-19 pandemic levels. The airport saw 18.5 million passengers in the third quarter, up from 17.8 million. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Just before it rained And rode us all the way into New Orleans I pulled my harpoon Out of my dirty red bandana I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues Windshield wiper slapping time I was holding Bobby's hand in mine We sang every song that driver knew Another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing, don't nothing, honey, if it ain't free. Nah, nah. Yeah, feeling good was easy now when he sang the blues. You know, feeling good was. 
was good enough for me Good enough for me and my Bobby Next to mine Freedom is just another word For nothing left to lose Nothing That's all that Bobby left me But it feeling good was easy Down when he sang the blues Hey, feeling good was good enough for me Good enough for me and my Bobby Biggest hit with that song, Me and Bobby McGee, and uh, she was 27 when she recorded that, her biggest hit. That's when Janis Joplin was with a full tilt boogie band. Nine afternoon, it's nothing but pure musical fun. Here's a song about radio announcers. Hmm, Harry Chapin. Hello, honey, it's me. What did you think when you heard me back on the radio? What did the kids say when they knew it was their long-lost daddy-o? Oh. 
remember how we listened to the radio And I said, that's the place to be And how I got the job as an FM jock The day you married me It was two kids and I was into AM rock But I just had to run around It's been eight years since I left you, babe Let me tell you about what's gone down I am the morning DJ at W-O-L-D-D-D-D Playing all the hits for you, wherever you may be The bright good morning voice, who's heard but never seen Feeling all the 45, going on 15 Drinking I did on my last big gig It made my voice go low They said that they liked the young sound When they let me go So I drifted on down to Tulsa, Oklahoma To do me a late night talk show Now I've worked my way down home again Near the boys Idaho That's how this business goes Good morning, voice, who's heard but never seen. Feeling all the 45, going on 15. I'm making extra money doing high school. Stock hops, I'm the big time guest MC. You should hear me talking to the little children and listen what they say to me. But it's never gonna go away Sometimes I get this crazy dream That I just take off in my car But you can travel long 10,000 miles And still stay where you are Thinking that I should stop this jockeying And start that record store Maybe I could settle down if you take me back once more. Okay, honey, I see. I guess he's better than me. Sure, old girl, I understand. You don't have to worry, I'm such a happy man. Bye. 
genius he was and a nice man Harry Chapin who uh, raised so much money for world hunger just amazing guy Harry Chapin W-O-L-D-D-D at W-I-C-H-A-M and F-M not to get confused alright Brenda Lee has so many hits but most of them she was tormented I guess it's easy to write a song about being tormented. Here's a lost Brenda Lee vinyl. soon singing rocking around the christmas tree that is miss brenda lee wych am and fm join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s your home for personality radio 1310 wych and 94.5 fm 
Decorating your own Christmas tree is a great tradition that builds memories for the whole family. Start your family's tradition at Gear Tree Farm in Griswold. With over 100 beautiful acres of award-winning trees, you'll find the perfect one for you. The Gear family works hard all year round on their manicured fields and gravel roads to provide easy access and ensure the perfect tree cutting experience that the whole family will enjoy. Gear Tree Farm is open from 8 to 4, starting the day after Thanksgiving. The Gear family business was founded more than 60 years ago by Dave, passed to sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo. Together, they ensure your Christmas tree cutting experience is the best around. Gear Tree Farm is located at 141 Norman Road. And for your convenience, Gear Tree Farm also has fresh pre-cut trees just a mile away on Route 138. Remember, for your perfect Christmas tree, you've got to go to Gear's. You walk on it, play on it, <laughs> spill on it, and, well, you know. Your flooring takes a daily beating, and vacuuming and steam cleaning can only do so much. Sounds like it's time to get new flooring from Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough, for all of your flooring needs, not just carpet. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell, and stands behind our floors with the Carpet One Beautiful Guarantee. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff that will be there for you every step of the way, helping you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing available for qualified buyers. You owe it to yourself to get a Clough quote today. You might be surprised how affordable new flooring can be. Get to Clough's, family owned since 1972, across some BJ's on Crossroads in Waterford, and at Clough Carpet One, Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home, the one-stop shop for your perfect floor. All right, don't get stressed out shopping, shopping, shopping for turkey stuff, and just close the door, throw away the key, sit in a chair and meditate, or... Let's lock the door!
sweet voice that was her only hit Carol Garnett and we'll sing in the sunshine today that's good 45 degrees the high point so far some music is darn right nasty put down songs but you can now get them Put Down Records presents Rock's Most Insulting Songs. Now in one package, some of Rock's greatest insults. Bozos will enjoy Harry Belafonte. Your daddy, oh no, my daddy can't be ugly, so shut your mouth, go away. All you blabbermouths will remember when Joe Jones sang. You talk about people wherever you go, just talk, talk to there's Carly Simon and you are so vain and fat chance you could forget this one. Oh, I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. Don't forget Larry Williams and Boney Maroney. She's as skinny as a stick of macaroni. And remember when we got steamed up over this one. Hey, man. Hey, baby. I saw your wife the other day. Yeah. Yeah. 
If you order now, you'll receive as a bonus Don Rickles and Joan Rivers dartboards. Rock's most insulting songs. Don't be a pinhead. Order now. Call 823-DUMB. That's 823-D-U-M-B. Available on LP, CD, and ET. Just $59.95. If you don't order now, well... Rock all over you. Are you ready, Boots? Start walking. strange little song by Jimmy Soul, If You Want to Be Happy. What made the Beatles so great? Well, when they came out with an album, every cut on the album was good. Not everything was released as a single. Here's one of those album cuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine I'm in love with you. It's easy because I know. Imagine I'm in love with you Many, many, many times before It's not likely to pretend But I'll get you, I'll get you in the end Yes, I will, I'll get you in the end Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I think about you night and day I need you and it's true When I think about you, I can say I'm never, 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 never blue So I'm telling you, my friend That I'll get you, I'll get you in the end Yes, I will, I'll get you in the end 
on their Meet the Beatles album, one of the first albums in this country by the Beatles. I'll get you. 29 till 1, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies on WICH AM and FM. Here's a little bit of Leroy Van Dyke. Walk on by, wait on the corner. If I see you tomorrow on some street in town Pardon me if I don't say hello I belong to another It wouldn't look so good To know someone I'm not supposed to know Just walk on by Wait on the corner Say goodbye again But I know it's not over I'll call tomorrow night I can't let you go So why pretend Just walk on by Wait on the corner Walk on by, wait on the corner. I love you, but we're strangers when we meet. I love you, but we're strangers when we meet. I wonder how that worked out, huh? Leroy, Stu's Lunchtime Break at WIC. It's just fun. This is free. Enjoy. Enjoy these songs. The Letterman could make any song uh, sound good. They had such great harmony. When they got a hold of this classic... See what they did with When I Fall in Love. (laughs) 
Sunny day, 45 degrees, uh, a lot of shopping going on today, getting stuff for Thanksgiving. How about a little song about graffiti? To know your heart's grown cool I see the writing on the Excuse me if I cry, but I see the writing on the wall. It's not too hard to read between the lines, dear. It's plain to see love didn't conquer Signs, dear. I see the writing on the wall. 
sure you won't believe some of the writings you see. In the, never mind. It's uh, Adam Wade on Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break. Someone said the other day, how come you never play something by the new kids on the block? And I thought, you know, you're right. Let's play something by the new kids on the block. I haven't heard that in a very long time. Here they are, all of the new kids.
Yes, they broke up right after that song. New kids on the block. Now they're the older kids on the block. On WIC, it's there. See, I've played one of those. 16 before 1. Time for uh, an Elvis song. It's what we all should be doing. Be nice to each other. Dreaming eyes, dreaming eyes, dreaming eyes. If you don't greet me right Don't you ever kiss me once Kiss me twice Dream me nice I know that you've been told It's not fair to tease So if you come cold I'm really gonna freeze If you don't want me to be Cold as ice Dream me nice Make me feel at home If you really care Scratch my back and run your pretty fingers through my head I don't want to be your slave If you ask me to But if you don't behave I walk right out on you If you want my love and take That's all. Just say, treat me nice. That's good. Here's a a song by a group called New York City. A lot of songs about New York, but they call themselves New York City. They had one hit. It was a fine hit. Well, I'm doing fine now.
WICH weather in the 40s today. Not quite as cold tonight. A little bit warmer tomorrow, getting around 50 degrees. So we're getting there towards Thanksgiving Day. Adam Sandler was a class clown in school. Some class clowns go on to be... I don't know. But he went on to get on Saturday Night Live. He was a real funny man, and he uh, has this traditional Thanksgiving song. They want to hear the Thanksgiving song, This is, uh, this is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> love to eat turkey. I love you. Love to eat turkey. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should Cause it's turkey to eat So good That clapping's messing my head up, man <laughs> I appreciate it But I was, was trying to think of the next line I'm like, all I hear is clapping Here we go Thanks anyways For me, turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. Fifty million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey. You just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. <laughs> Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. <laughs> Turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Oh, turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, boo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That's Adam Sandler, his uh, Thanksgiving song. We'll have a sing-along coming up in just a bit here. 
What? Ready for anything. ACDC Industrial Electric just serviced my Generac generator. Actually, they serviced most other major brands. Did they have parts? Did they have parts? ACDC Industrial Electric has the largest parts department in all of Eastern Connecticut and Westerly Rhode Island. I mean, they don't just sell you a generator? Just sell? Are you kidding? They do consultation, okay. installation, okay. upgrades, all right. repairs. I get it. Warranty work, parts. They're great, I know. 24-7 emergency service. ACDC Industrial Electric and Generac generators won't leave you in the dark. ACDC Industrial Electric is the area's only factory-authorized servicing dealer for Generac generators up to 1,000 kilowatts. We sell and service RV and marine generators, too, for installation, parts, and warranty for peace of mind with a Generac generator. Talk to Charlie at ACDC Industrial Electric. Call 860-866-ACDC or visit acdcindustrial.com. ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Anthony Denner closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for Yukon hockey. Catch many of the Yukon Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. Do you have old film or slides that you would like to be digitized? Charter Oak Scanning in Stonington transfers videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel, negatives, slides, and they even offer restoration of old photo prints. Charter Oak Scanning is a local company. They just celebrated their 10th anniversary. All of the work is done on location, so no worries about mailing your precious items. Your items will be ready in just a few weeks. Give the gift of precious memories. Ask them about their delivery service. Charter Oak Scanning in the Velvet Mill, Stonington. All right, let's sing along with a little song by Annette Funicello. I think you know some of the words to this. Lucky, 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 lucky. Lucky, lucky, lucky me. I'm a lucky son of a gun. I sleep eight hours, I work eight hours, I sleep eight hours for fun. Lucky, lucky, lucky me. Even though I haven't a dime, I have been playing a carefree way and I have a heck of a time. I smile at the sun and when daylight is done, every evening is loaded with charms. I wish on the moon and I whistle a tune and I wink at the boy in my arms. Lucky, lucky, lucky me, you can kiss your words goodbye. Life just chuckle and lady luck will make you as lucky as I. on Annette Funicello and in our school growing up they all had pictures here's Annette's biggest hit Pineapple Princess see if you remember this one 
came out with an album of all Hawaiian songs. That was, of course, her big one. Pineapple Princess. Lynette Funicello. Hope you enjoyed our lunchtime oldies today. Got a guest next hour. I think it'll be very interesting. Yeah, we like to do that. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310. And we're on FM2, W233DB in Norwich, 94.5. Don't forget, Jimmy Fela follows our program at 2 o'clock. He's a funny man. He can get serious, but he's pretty funny. 1 o'clock now. Here we go. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's shaping up to be a busy week of holiday travel. Most Americans who are leaving home are traveling by car. In Oakland, Joe Rodriguez arrived by train because he couldn't afford to fly. I was going to fly over here, but it was too expensive. They wanted it like $300 for one way, and I was like, well, that's too much. And I found out the Amtrak, only $42 one way. AAA estimating that this year's Thanksgiving travel will hit 98% of pre-pandemic volume. Also at townhall.com... During a Friendsgiving event with Marines at North Carolina, President Biden also thanks spouses and families of service members. And again, I want to thank the spouses as well, because they put up with an awful lot of your because of your service. And a lot of those empty tables, I don't know how many birthdays uh, you've had. There's been an empty chair back at your home with your parents looking at that chair, wondering, are you all right, especially if you're deployed? The visit part of the First Lady's initiative to support military families known as Joining Forces. Man being charged with reckless homicide after crashing his SUV through the front window of an Apple store in Hingham, Massachusetts, killing one person and injuring at least 16 others. 53-year-old Bradley Rain was arraigned today on a charge of reckless homicide by motor vehicle. The big shipping companies, well, they're feeling pretty good about this holiday season. The overall optimism is a sharp contrast to holiday seasons in 2020 and 2021, when more everyday items were shipped during the pandemic. Supply chain problems were a concern, and shipping companies struggled to keep up. A spokesperson for FedEx talking about this holiday shipping season said, We're confident and ready. Correspondent Rita Foley. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a 
sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Ukraine Security Services conducting searches of one of the country's most famous monasteries to find out whether it's being used for Russian activities. Photos released by Ukraine's security service show its agents in military fatigues standing in and around the ancient complex near grey-bearded Orthodox priests dressed in black. Until recently, this branch of the Orthodox Church publicly proclaimed it was part of the Moscow Patriarchate. In May, it declared independence due to the head of the Russian Orthodox Church's backing for the invasion of Ukraine. The authorities are checking it's not being used to harbour saboteurs, Russian intelligence agents or to store weapons. That's BBC correspondent Danny Eberhardt. Iran says it has begun producing enriched uranium at 60% purity. 60% is just one short technical step away from weapon grades level of 90%. Breaking news at townhall.com. Two New York men have been arrested for threats against the Jewish community after authorities spotted social media posts about attacking a synagogue. Julie Walker has more. Christopher Brown from Long Island was arrested at Penn Station Friday night. Mayor Eric Adams says he made online threats to attack a New York City synagogue. This was not an idle threat. This was a real threat. According to the criminal complaint, the 21-year-old operates a white supremacist Twitter group and tweeted, should I become a husband or shoot up a synagogue and die? Police recovered a gun, an extended 30-round magazine, a hunting knife, ski mask, and... A Nazi armband. 22-year-old Matthew Marr was arrested with Brown. The FBI says there's no information. This is a continued threat. Julie Walker, New York. A check on Wall Street now. The Dow is up 270 points. The Nasdaq adding 61. More on these stories at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. All right, as we promised, we have a guest and a very interesting topic, too. Say hi to uh, Stella Morabito. Hi, Stella. Hi. Thanks for having me on, Stu. It's my pleasure. Caught my attention uh, reading a little bit about your book. It's called The Weaponization of Loneliness, How Tyrants Stoke Our Fear of Isolation to Silence, Divide, and Conquer. Hmm. That's a, quite a title, and uh, it's, it's, I'm, I think I'm going, I think I know where you're going with this book, and I was thinking that when, even when we go to school, when we were kids, if we didn't agree with somebody, we would go along with it because, well, we wanted to be a, a part of the clique, even when it came to uh, what music you like. Oh, I better say I like this. And we can carry that on into adulthood. Tell us um, what motivated you for this book. Oh, you are so right, Stu. I'll tell you, um, I wrote the book because I thought people needed to be develop a much more keen awareness of these dynamics and how they operate on us. Uh, you know, it's very instinctive to do just what you're saying we do. And it's, it's built into our nature as social animals 
we can't, human beings uh, can't really survive in isolation. And so we need that sense of connection uh, with other people. We're hardwired for that. But the flip side is we're, we have a very primal fear of being rejected, of being ostracized. And so this is this very uh, natural impulse to maybe lie about what we believe, shut up about what we believe, maybe, uh, you know, make up something about what we believe, uh, is uh, kind of, a, we use it as sort of a defense mechanism or just to get relief from the threat of being ostracized or rejected uh, based on something that we might really want to say or express. So this is very easily exploited, this, this natural impulse. Uh, is and always has been exploited, especially in modern history, by tyrants. Because isolation is the way that you render people powerless and you force them to or get them to self-censor. And so when we shut up about what we believe, uh, we're doing all the heavy lifting for tyrants and totalitarians. We're uh, giving them the oxygen to push their destructive agendas forward. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we always talk about free speech, but people are shutting up more and more these days, I believe, because um, they, just as you said, they don't want to, whether it comes to politics or anything, they don't want to lose their job, they don't want to lose their position, which should never happen in this country. Oh, that's right. No, and, and being demonized, and that's central to all of what I call the machinery of loneliness that tyrants operate. Uh, you know, it has a lot of components, this machinery. Uh, political correctness is one. Identity politics is another. Mob agitation is another. And mobs come in different forms. They, don't, they aren't just street mobs. They can be a mob uh, mindset in a HR, human resources department, or, you know, online, social media, and so on and so forth. So the idea of being smeared with a demonizing label, and I'll tell you, the left has a lot of them. They don't try to persuade you of anything. All they do is try to shut you up by calling you either a bigot or a racist or some sort of phobic or uh, now there you know there are the, the, the smear of election denier or conspiracy theorist and so on and so forth. All of these things are are uh, made to shut you up about what you believe but now because we've gone along with it for so long because so many people have complied uh, and, and given in to that impulse, now they can start censoring us. You're right, you know, threatening our jobs, threatening our livelihoods uh, by uh, setting us up through law with these uh, censorship, uh, you know, these various ways to do top-down censorship. For example, the idea of the, quote, misinformation governance board, end quote, which is really not going to go away. Uh, so now you get top-down censorship because we've allowed so much self-censorship uh, to uh, give them oxygen. So uh, I wrote the book because I really feel we need to become a whole lot more aware of how these dynamics and patterns have operated throughout history and still operate today. Uh, and, um, you know, to, to soften the ground for tyranny. Stella, I think a lot of people, like myself now, and I don't like feeling this way, we've come to a point we don't know what to believe anymore. 
because mm. there's such misinformation and uh you know, you hear this or that, so maybe that's really true, or maybe that isn't. So you got to do a lot of homework, I guess. Yeah, propaganda is overwhelming. Uh, when you have a media monopoly, a virtual media monopoly, I mean, they complain that even one word of a different narrative gets through their, uh, you know, their little siphon. I mean, they they uh, they complain about even any different point of view being uh, expressed. Uh, should tell you everything you need to know about how intensely motivated they are to make sure that their one narrative uh, prevails. And, of course, when there's a media monopoly, uh, it's hard to get through. Um, and, And you're right. I mean, there's so much propaganda out there, it's hard to sift through it, especially for somebody who is not as aware as maybe you and I are about how these dynamics work. Uh, they just hear something and mm-hmm. it keeps getting repeated, and, and they tend to believe it, even if it's pure lies. I know I've, interme- I've interviewed uh, celebrities, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, some of them I've even talked about, well, in Hollywood, if you have a different political point of view, you won't get any movie roles. It's mm-hmm. really, I mean... What could be more absurd than that in a country where we're supposed to have freedom of speech? doesn't get any sadder than that, huh? Well, that's right. And, in fact, I think celebrities, pop culture figures are extremely vulnerable. I mean, they built their entire career on being adulated and being, you know, uh, approved of. And, and they are probably among the most sensitive to uh, being uh, to feeling that threat of ostracism. I mean, they'll immediately confess and recant, even if they had just asked an innocent question about something that's politically incorrect. That you have a few who are very strong, uh, who a lot of them have their careers behind them, like James Woods. But um, for the most part, they are scared to death of being ostracized. Um, uh, Gina Carino, uh, Carano, I guess is how she says that, you know, she actually managed to break through that without apology. And also, uh, interestingly enough, J.K. Rowling, uh, the mm-hmm. author of... Oh, yeah, uh, they went Potter. after her, yeah. Oh, yeah, because she said uh, sex is real, that you can't, uh, you know, this whole gender ideology uh, stuff is, um, you know, false. And uh, they really went after her hard, but... You have to, most aspiring celebrities or, you know, people are celebrities now, uh, you know, are very vulnerable to that. And that's why Hollywood and pop culture has always been a big part of the propaganda machine. So in your book, what can you do to, to help this situation where people are saying, well, do I take the chance and stand up for, for my beliefs or just go along with the tide? What, what do you tell us? Uh, well, you know, one reason I wrote the book is that the answers are not, you know, 10-second soundbite. But, uh, yes, there's plenty we can do. Um, the first thing is we have to recognize that free speech is a use-it-or-lose-it proposition, that it, the more you comply and shut up, uh, the more, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the more you will lose your freedom to say anything. And uh, the second thing is, um, you know, those who can afford to take these risks should try to lead and embolden others to speak up as well. 
Um, most people come from, unfortunately, there's a lot of brokenness, you know, broken families, broken communities. And, you know, that private sphere is under direct uh, attack. It's the target of, uh, you know, of all of these tyrannical agendas. Uh, and so those who are feeling really, really isolated but don't have anything to fall back on in terms of really strong family relationships or uh, collegial relationships, um, they need to be shown the way by others who who have that, uh, that sense of strength, who, who will take the risk. Because, uh, you know, as I said, it's use it or lose it. And we need to build parallel policies, parallel kinds of institutions, because all of our institutions have been subverted and corrupted. And so all of the freedom really begins in that hidden sphere, that private sphere of life, and can therefore ripple outward. So I actually propose, a, uh, I have one practical proposition, which is to, you know, start discussion groups that can pop up uh, around, you know, in different, uh, oh, I don't know, among different groups and different neighborhoods or whatever. We actually talk about these things. There's so many books and movies and uh, documentaries that deal with the weaponization of loneliness, and we just need to discover them and learn better how it operates on us so we can break free of it but Stella it's my livelihood I can't say anything I shouldn't say anything it should be illegal to fire somebody because they have a point of view mm-hmm. but for some reason a lot of these uh, companies are getting away with it yeah well I think uh, unfortunately that's due to generations of neglect uh, you know and allowing uh, the corruption and subversion of our institution of education in particular. Uh, you know, it starts in academia, and then, of course, everybody has to get credentialed through academia, whether it's in business in the corporate world or as a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. And, uh, you know, they've gone through the propaganda machine. Uh, and so, yeah, that's why we are where we are today, is it's been building up, uh, and we've been complying for too long. And so we've gotten to this point now where our livelihood is threatened just by expressing a point of view that even just 10 minutes ago might have seemed normal. Uh, and, uh, and now you've got the, you know, the government trying to push these from top down, what do they call it, a misinformation governance board, uh, you know, trying to control speech. Uh, it, it's really horrendous. It should, you're right. Uh, it should be criminal. But uh, this is where we are, and in order to turn it around, it's, it's going to take uh, some courage and hard work and a lot of outreach, uh, you know, to people uh, in your private sphere of life. Stella, maybe every, every uh, young person should read your book before they go into college. Hmm? Oh, I would love that. I know. But uh, I've seen some wonderful, beautiful young people come out of college and they all have the same point of view which you yes, pretty much know what it is yeah they 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 are not free i mean they're, they're really it's kind of, it's a form of slavery i mean it's it's kind of a a mind rape that goes on through constant propaganda 
And, uh, and it, you know, in the university of all places, you should be free of that. In the university of all places, you should be free to express what you believe and, and have it discussed in, in a civil discourse, uh, not uh, just a bunch of name-calling and shutting people down and mobbing which is disgraceful that it's come to this. I'm sure you remember when Condi Rice was going to speak at a college and, uh, you know, they, they wouldn't have anything to do with it, which can you imagine not having somebody like her at your college because of uh, her particular uh, political points of view? That was oh, shameful. Yeah. It's, shameful. It's, it's disgraceful. And, you know, most of the people who go along with it, I'm not, I don't believe they really believe all that propaganda. I think they've just been conditioned mm-hmm. Uh, to do what you say, stated right at the outset of our conversation here, Stu. They're conditioned to uh, kind of go along with this stuff so that they're not rejected. And, uh, and then the mob kind of, uh, you know, serves as a role model for them. And then, of course, they've got so much, there's been so much brokenness, brokenness uh, that there's no kind of private sphere for some of these um, isolated kids to fall back on, and so uh, we are where we are, but I think the hope is that they don't really believe this stuff. They're kind of enslaved by the propaganda, and um, and if they can just see how it operates on them to shut them up and to, um, you know, enslave their minds, uh, there will be some who come around and perhaps they can lead the way for others to come around as well. Well, I'm glad you wrote the book. It's something that uh, zerked me for a very, very long time. And I often say, uh, I told the grandkids, when you go to college, uh, all I ask you is listen to both sides and make up your own mind. But there's only one side most of the time, and that's a problem. Yeah, absolutely, you're right. So... Uh, is this a step-by-step in the book, or what are the different chapters about what to do? Well, I have, well, the conclusion, which uh, goes to what you just asked me, is called A Wrench in the Machinery of Loneliness, and it's about how, how we can break free of, uh, of all of these dynamics, uh, you know, to, um, uh, you know, first of all, to become aware and second of all, to build these parallel institutions, parallel policies, meaning just groups, just friendships, and um, groups of trust, because there's so much social distrust right now. But you asked about how the book is broken up. I, I, I uh, you know, I look at the history since the French Revolution of how mob, the mob mindset operates. I then uh, that's part one, I, and uh, the conformity impulse as well as the totalitarian impulse and. Part two, I look at how this machinery of loneliness works and how the various demographics uh, have been affected by it, identity politics, political correctness, and mobs. And then finally I look at institutional subversion, starting with education, but also all the other institutions of society, as I mentioned, that you, know, you have to get credentialed first. To, through, you have to go through that propaganda machine uh, to get credentialed, uh, whether it's as a doctor, a lawyer, or you know, the corporate world, and so on and so forth. So I look at that, and it's finally I look at the primordial institutions of society, family, faith communities, true community, where, you know, people uh, connect and reach out and bonds of trust, uh, not all of these fake communities that keep getting pushed on us through the propaganda um, 
you know, they always talk about these little, little communities, you know, the trans, the gender community, the, you know, so on and so forth. So uh, we're all individuals, and we should be looked at as individuals who have our own personalities and backgrounds and ideas and sufferings and, you know, uh, and identity politics is one of the components of the machinery of loneliness that attempts to break us up, attempts to divide us. So... Um, anyway, so th- that's just kind of an overview of the weaponization of loneliness. And um, my hope and expectation is that if people become far more aware of this and are willing to break out of this mm-hmm. mold, uh, you know, we, we have some definite light at the end of the tunnel. Well, you're, you're putting a few light bulbs in, and I like that for sure. I just want to say, I, I, I've, you know, everybody's recently read about Adolf Hitler, and sometimes I see some of the old footage, and people are looking at him like he's something special, and he, of course he was a mm-hmm. former jailbird, and he was, you know, mentally... Psh, and um, I remember reading one thing that uh, he, he got up on stage once, and he couldn't believe... All those people were there for him. I mean, he's he pulled it off. It was amazing, and really, uh, yeah, truly, it goes to show you when you get into the mob situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's tragic. It's criminal, and uh, and we and the, the thing that's amazing is we have the strength within ourselves to stop it. And those mobs, those crowds. Um, you know, they were weakened. We could go into a long discussion of how that happened, but uh, that has to be resisted. So where can we get your book? Well, thank you. Oh, well, uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, right now, it's, uh, it's just online. There's a Kindle edition available on Amazon, um, and it's, uh, but it is available through... Um, I don't know where else besides Amazon and Barnes and Noble online, but uh, mm-hmm. you know you could get it in a day or two. Think of it as something on your Christmas list, if I don't mind saying so myself. Sure, and you can read it and not get in trouble. There you go, and then you can read it and and uh, share it. You know, <laughs> yeah, and and put it into action. Mm-hmm. So, how do we get it online for starters? Well, you go to Amazon.com, uh, put in the weaponization of loneliness, mm-hmm. and uh, or go to Barnes and Noble Online.com, Barnes and Noble.com, and put in the weaponization of loneliness or my name, Stella Morabito, M-O-R-A-B-I-T-O, and uh, the book should pop right up, and you click on that link, and uh, I think with Amazon Prime you can get it in less than two days. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure what it is through Barnes & Noble, but uh, it's a, uh, it would be pretty easy to, to, it's very easy to order and very quick. Well, it's a pleasure to speak with you. I think it's an important book. I hope no matter what side of the fence you are on subjects, you at least should read it and uh, try to get all sides of situations. And I'm proud of somebody, even if they disagree with me, if they stand up truly for what they believe, not because they're supposed to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. All right, Stella. Good luck with your book. It's nice talking with you. Thank you, Stu. It was wonderful to talk to you, too. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You, too. Thanks, Stella. Thank you. Bye. Stu Breyer with the WICH. We'll be back shortly.
Hi, everybody. Good morning. Not as cold this morning as it was yesterday. Today, we're going to see mostly sunny skies. It'll be a bit milder as well with highs in the upper 40s. Tonight, mainly clear, chilly, 30 for the overnight low. Not too bad. Wednesday, mostly sunny, highs in the low 50s. Thursday, Thanksgiving, mostly sunny, highs in the upper 40s to near 50 for the shoreline. And then Friday, Partly to mostly cloudy chance for showers, breezy, highs in the low to mid-50s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. Currently, it's 46 degrees at WICH. Our number is 889-5252. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich at 62 Broadway near City Hall. There's no place like NAC for the holidays. Mark your calendar for first Friday, December 2nd. The Small Treasures Fine Art and Craft Show opens at NAC Gallery. Enjoy refreshments and shop for one-of-a-kind gifts. Coming December 9th through the 11th and 16th through 18th, our holiday show. The Emperor's New Clothes, children 10 and under, admitted free. For more information about these great events, visit norwicharts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. Get ready for Shop Small Saturday. Come to Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair November 27th and help make a difference in your community. When you shop small, everyone wins. Are you prepared for winter? Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair has what you need to keep your home warm. Their 40-pound premium wood pellet fuel is 100% pure wood, no additives or binders, high heat output, and very low ash. One ton replaces 120 gallons of home heating oil. With a pallet price of $345, Johnson's Hardware will help you stay toasty on a budget. Also, check out their wide variety of space heaters at great prices. Snowblowers in stock now. Aaron's, Toro, and Husqvarna. Shop early because they'll sell out. Have your power equipment tuned up and ready to go by one of their certified repairmen. You can count on Johnson's to keep it running in tip-top shape all season long. Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair, 44 Hill Road in Groton. Visit them online at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, you'll end there. It's not easy to stand up on how you feel about things. But it doesn't feel good when you go along with something you don't believe in. So there's the choice. And um, we've got a lot of those situations now. And uh, I thought it would be good to have Stella on the program. All right. This portion of our program is an open forum. And the number is 889-5252. 889-5252 is the telephone number. If you'd like to reach out on any subject, including the one we just talked about. Do you have old film or slides that you would like to be digitized? Charter Oak Scanning in Stonington transfers videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel, negatives, slides, and they even offer restoration of old photo prints. Charter Oak Scanning is a local company. They just celebrated their 10th anniversary. All of the work is done on location, so no worries about mailing your precious items. Your items will be ready in just a few weeks. Give the gift of precious memories. Ask them about their delivery service charter rope scanning in the velvet mill stonington here's some statistics about thanksgiving a survey by dunkin donuts reveals that 58 percent of people who participate in thanksgiving will take a nap during the holiday but please not during dinner and there was you know 60 percent of men will take a thanksgiving day nap compared to 56 percent of women 76 percent of people prefer to sleep after dinner 24% prefer to snooze before the big meal. 56% of those who are not able to nap on Thanksgiving envy those who can nap. Something about the turkey that makes you a little tired or watching 82 football games, I'm not sure. A survey by 
Career Builder reveals 20% of workers plan to celebrate Thanksgiving with co-workers. When asked who they would rather spend Thanksgiving with, only 1% of people answered co-workers, 90% said family. The remaining 9% answered neither. A little confused on who they'd like to have dinner with. The top holiday films, according to a survey by the Video On Demand service, Home Alone, number one. You like that, huh? 28%. I love that movie. I must love it. I've seen it about four times. Number two, Snowman, 27%. Miracle on 34th Street, 26%. A very funny movie, Elf, 20%. And Love Actually, which I thought was one of the great movies. I've seen that about uh, three times. Hmm? A survey by Ocean Spray reveals 60% of American families will serve either cranberry sauce or cranberry log on Thanksgiving. Of course, it's a cranberry sauce survey, so what are they going to say, right? Yeah, nobody likes cranberry sauce. (laughs) Survey by the Liquor Delivery. 25% of people start drinking on Thanksgiving morning. 50% of people start drinking after putting their turkey in the oven. Stop saluting the turkey. The average person will consume 3.5 drinks on Thanksgiving. 8% of people lose count of how many drinks they have on Thanksgiving. 65% of people would rather have a Thanksgiving dinner with their family than a friend's giving dinner with their friends. There are some people in family you can't talk politics, so it's not a good idea to bring it up at the uh, table. Okay? It's shame that you can't, but it's just a fact of life these days. 51% of people have broken a diet with holiday food. It's just one day. 61% of people say they deserve to indulge in holiday treats. 64% of people will start a diet after the holidays. 47% of people plan to exercise more the rest of this year. After the holiday. (laughs) Uh, We do this a lot, don't we? Interesting, these surveys. They take a lot of time and effort. Favorite Thanksgiving pie. Pumpkin. 35%. Pecan, 16. Well, I don't like pumpkin or pecan. Apple, 11%. Sweet potato pie, 10. Chocolate, cherry. Banana pudding and other... or. Some people don't eat pie at all. Yes, there there are people that don't eat pie. Ooh, then they can't be my friend anymore. If they don't like pie, they're not in our pie group. All right, let's go to the lines. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Yeah. Um, you know, tomorrow I'm going to dig out my 1952 Plymouth... Yeah, sounds like a car, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plymouth Mast Cookbook. Somebody in my family must have went there, and it tells all about little writings from way back that, you know, like the Indians introduced cranberries to the pilgrims, stuff like that, you know? Mm. On the, um, let me see, the, the honeycomb, I looked in the Dr. Jarvis book again, and you take a little piece off, like, what a wad of gum would look like after you chew, you know, a little round circle. Yeah. Chew one of them for 15 minutes, spit it out. Once, 
every um, for four times up to six times. You know, meaning one an hour for four hours or one an hour for yeah. um, six hours. Sure. And it said it should help because it covers hay fever and sinus infections and everything. And then it said you should do it once a day for a week afterwards. But it, he's pretty sure the way he writes it is going to make you feel better. But you do spit it out. So, Sue, yeah, I've heard some people saying maybe I'm confused that people eat it, but uh, it's not really edible? Or is it? Well, <clears throat> it's not actually to be eaten mm. because it's like, okay, if you picture a real honeycomb, what they do is they just cut a whole square out. It's got all the, the wax that the bees made. You know, they say beeswax. Well, they really do make the honeycomb out of beeswax. And they, it's got a little, it's got honey in the little holes in it. Mm -hmm. So when you cut a little, you know, piece off of it and chew it, you're going to get natural honey and all the good stuff that is in the honeycomb and everything. Yeah, I don't need to eat it. I'll just chew no, it for 15 you minutes. chew it 15 minutes mm -hmm. and then get rid of it. And then you do it once an hour for either four hours or six until you feel better. Oh. And then once a day for a week afterwards, it says to make sure it doesn't come back. I mean, there's a few pages in there, people that came in his office and he gave it to them and it really worked and it's from Vermont. Well, the thing that, the thing that concerns me is a lot of people say, and I bought some, that, uh, oh, it's got to be local, honey, but I'll, you know, I, that's what I've got, so I'll try that. Well, at least it will be all natural. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is, is the most important. It's the all natural. So try it. And then on turkeys. I had an early American Life magazine, and I got a really good memory, photographic, and there was an article in there, and coincidentally, it was like New Britain, Connecticut, and, this, but of course, this is in the colonial days, and they really did eat turkeys, and what they would do, raise them on a farm out in the country, and then a whole flock of them would be herded, of course, on dirt roads, in the colonial days, they would have people chasing them like a herd of cows, but it's just all turkeys, and then get them into the city, say like Hartford or somewhere, where they would, you know, the uh, whatever you call them, would take care of them, hang them up, and sell them. You've probably seen it on Scrooge, you know, how they sold the turkeys. And, but yeah, they actually herded them on a road, and then when night came, the, the birds would fly up into trees and roost, come down again, and then they would keep going. It's pretty cool to read little things like that. And Maria's hmm. right. The, um, the male turkey gobbles, and from when we raise turkeys, the hens, they just make a little clucking sound. I so, see. you know. Um, oh, and Ben Franklin, he wanted the wild turkey to be the national bird, not the eagle. Isn't that something? Yeah, I think the eagle's better for some reason. It's just more, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. But I had it in one of my little colonial books, and it's actual his wording, and it explained why he wanted um, mm -hmm. the wild turkey. Because he thought of the eagle. Because, you know, everyone, everyone was outside back then. And he saw eagles, they'd swoop in, steal something, maybe a little lamb or something like that. Oh, yeah. And he did not respect them. 
Well, that's an interesting point. I didn't think of that. So he respected the wild turkey. Well, thank you for the information, and uh, we'll look forward to some more uh, tomorrow. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm going to get the pilgrim stuff out tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Stu. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Um, Hi, Stu. Hi. We're talking about, um, you know, the honeycomb thing. I got that as a gift one time, and, you know, the cone... Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure what to do with it. Like yourself, if you get it, you know, like, you're looking at it like, what? And what the heck is um, that, yeah. But now I, <clears throat> listening to the uh, the people calling in, I know what you have to do. And speaking of wax, I was thinking of uh, candles and just wax in general. Um that that wax is a useful thing like that for like um sticky drawers uh kitchen drawers <laughs> wax is good for and, sticky um, drawers really wax yeah, kitchen drawers mm-hmm. and um i'm thinking i remember like even candles when we had the sleds back in the day you would take uh the wax candle and slide them on the blades, so you know because of the mm-hmm. rust. Mm-hmm. I get it. You slide yeah. faster. Mm-hmm. So um, they also use the wax around bottles to seal them, like wine bottles and whatnot. So it's a very uh, useful and handy um, thing. Okay. Thanks for the tips. You're welcome. Hello, <laughs> WYCH. You're on the air. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Hello, Joseph. I got to say this, man, and it's nothing being mean or nothing, but we for three, you'll never guess what I'm going to say. You know how I, I listen to your show faithfully and I listen to it and pay attention? It's funny today. Every time uh, Sue calls in, Marie falls each time on the all three quarters. I'm just bringing it up. It's nothing bad or nothing, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I remember uh, Benjamin Franklin, he wanted to state uh, the, the national bird to be the turkey. But I love the American bald eagle, too. That's the bad, bad, badass bird, man. And not in a bad way. It's a beautiful bird, and it's it's just a beautiful bird. Yeah, it is a beautiful bird. I grant you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've even seen them in the wintertime right down here in, uh, off of Howard T. Brown Park when the, uh, when the river was freezing over. They'd sit right at the crest where the water was still breaking through, and they'd just be right there on the edge there fishing, catching fish and stuff. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, and they're on the coins, they're on our currency. I just like them. Okay, but, uh, great. Yeah, and, and Jimmy Fallon, I'm glad you kept him on board. I didn't care too much for uh, Gork too much mm-hmm. and his commercials. He, his commercials, he's not. He's like Cy Sproul. He's not only a client, but he's the president, you know, <laughs> for uh, Simone Hair Research. No, he tried, uh, you know, the flippers, the pillows, the, the pain reliever. The same, this new guy, he's using the same commercials. I'm not into him either. And I don't particularly like uh, 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 the, the the third guy, the, uh, the police officer. But I, Jimmy Fallon, he's, he's a good guy. He really is. Okay, thanks, Joe. All right, have a good day, Thank you. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. No, you're not. We'll take a little break. 889-5252, and you would be next. 
With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday, like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater, to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select LG laundry sets at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Okay, my favorite thing is stuffing. I've told you that before, there's just something about stuffing. I know it's not a health food, but I understand. You're on the air, welcome. Hi, Father Stu. Hi. Boston Ben again. Yeah, Boston Ben, what's up? Well, I hope you don't stuff yourself too much with the stuffing. No, I'll try not to do that. Well, the reason I'm really, I'm calling, I just tried to inject some humor there, but... No, that's good. Uh, I, no, I, because I, your show has been very helpful in helping the people here in Norwich take another look at the roundabouts. Oh, yeah, I haven't and heard now, anything lately, yep. Yeah, and you've been helpful in helping the people of Norwich deal with the low-flying military aircraft, and they have subsided for, for some time, except for today. Around oh. 12.05 p.m., two of them flew over our neighborhood, and it's scary, Stu, uh, I, I sent out an email. You can read it. I I thought I I I call about this rather than call about it tomorrow because mm-hmm. it's just before the holiday. So I just want to give a heads up, and I want to thank you and your listeners for acknowledging that there are issues that we can get involved with, and and, and the people can make a difference. We don't have to accept things that have been going on for years that don't need to exist. So um, if I don't talk to you again, again, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Well, thank you, Boston Benny, and you too. Appreciate it. Hello, welcome to our program. Good, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Okay. Last hour, people mentioned cabbage patch dolls. Oh, Yes. And it brought me back to 1983. Mm-hmm. You couldn't find Cabbage Patch dolls unless you paid the premium price. I was pregnant with my second child, but my son, who was three, all he wanted for Christmas was a Cabbage Patch doll. Every kid did, yep. Right. So, you know, when I, when I couldn't find I couldn't go everywhere and do it. I was spotting. So I was supposed to be taking it easy, so I couldn't, you know, do like ten stores on a day like I would normally do. So I was like, "Uh oh!" So I started telling him, you know, Santa really knows what's the best toy for you, and it might not be the Cabbage Patch doll. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to prepare him for not getting it. Did that work? But, I mean, I don't think he ever really forgot about it. Uh-huh. But luckily, my aunt knew someone at Benny's. 
And I can say this safely because Bunnings is now closed. But who you know? Sure who you know? Long re- retired, but she agreed to put one aside the next time they got a ship in them, and um, she did. And so my son got his cabbage patch doll, and I was, you know, able to. Do, my my son's birthday is actually tomorrow. He was born at twelve o three a.m. on the twenty third, which was the day before Thanksgiving thirty nine years ago. So. So does he um, still have it? What? Does he still have the Cabbage Patch doll? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, my... Oh, yeah. to Cabbage, And yeah. actually, several years later, they, like, Cabbage Patch dolls were everywhere, mm-hmm. and I bought one each for my three sons, but they were all in the... They all went to the, um, tra- you know, yeah. to the dump or wherever. Where, wherever do, where do old dolls old go, yes. dolls go, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah, well, I was able... As I said, I was able to have my son at the normal hour, and at this point, I was in labor with him. Um, but I had him by cesarean tomorrow. Okay. And he was 10 pounds, 10 ounces, and 24 inches long. The 24 inches, I thought, was a record, but so it wasn't. tomorrow's his birthday? Tomorrow is his birthday. And you can, just for fun, get him a cabbage patch. <laughs> no, that's okay. Okay. I'll pass, I'll pass on it. All right. So... Well, yeah, I know. And actually, I was going to say I have a granddaughter, but she likes stuffed animals more than dolls. So, mm-hmm. what, what can you say? Whatever you know, floats your boat. Cabbage patch stuffed animal. Yes, she would want it. All right, so, thanks for sharing that. Anyway, have a great day. You Bye. too. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Sue. Hi. The cabbage patch doll. I have one. Uh, my husband bought it for me, oh. and, it's, and it has a name. Lily Arlana. Lily Arlana. Well, that's yes. quite a name. And I still have her, and she sits in the rocking chair in my bedroom. And she's cute as a button. Yes, she is. She's mm-hmm. adorable. I love her. Yeah. Um, I got a cookbook from Creative Irish Gifts, and it had in it uh, a fruitcake of... Irish whiskey fruitcake. Wow. So I ordered one. So I'm going to get one of those. And also they had Irish honey. It's a bestseller. It's a delightful pure Irish honey. Mm. Includes a dash of Jameson Irish whiskey. Oh. Eight ounces made in Ireland. So I'm getting that too. So you like fruitcake? Uh I'm I'm not too crazy about it, but I thought I'd try this. I bet this is good. Yeah, this is Irish and it's got Irish whiskey. Don't don't eat too much at a time and. Uh, no, I won't. I, I like it. Yeah. Right, right. But I heard I heard uh, the caller talk about um, the cabbage patch dolls. And I remember how how. Uh, well, it was it was bizarre, it totally was bizarre. bizarre. It was. We always I, want what we can't get. And I went to visit my girlfriend. This is years later, and she had a, 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 a cabbage patch doll too. <laughs> yeah, why not? And we love them. We love them. Well, I do. It's nice. Not everybody threw them in the trash. That's no, good. No, no, mm-hmm. no. She had hers. 
And I, I have mine. I still have mine in, in my rocking chair in my bedroom. Okay. I hope she lets you go in the rocking chair once in a while. Lily Arlana is her name. Lily Arlana. All right. Okay. Thanks Thanks much yeah. for that. I like that name. Lily Arlana. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hello. Oh, wait a minute. I hit the wrong button. I'm back. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the famous Kevin Harkins. <laughs> Well, I threatened you this morning with uh, ending the show the way we started it. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't even remember, do you? <laughs> no, I remember. I remember. You remember those horrible jokes? Well, they were cute. They were cute. Some of them well, I was... Well, that's the thing. I've got some more here that are just real groaners, but they're cute. You know, everybody likes... These mm-hmm. things are good at the kids' table, or anywhere else, actually. Mm-hmm. Now, before I get to the ones I found online... Mm-hmm. I, I just made up one while I was on hold. Just like that. Yep, just like that. It's it's a groaner. Do you have, you have a trash basket handy? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, uh, right right near okay. me. Believe me, yeah. How how did the turkey do its Christmas shopping? How did the turkey do his Christmas shopping? Shop till you drip. Shop till you. <laughs> Pretty bad, huh? Oh, actually, that's a double groaner. <laughs> So uh, here's what's kind of a one-liner. I think this is cute. My grandma made the potato, made the mashed potatoes from a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Oh, I see. Uh, she got uh, it. Uh, okay, the lights yeah, go on in Studio One. All right. Wow. <laughs> made it from a box. Well, you still have to make it when you take it out of the box. Yeah, wow. what do you do with the box. I hope she didn't put it in there. Yeah. Mm. Um. What role do green beans play in Thanksgiving dinner? What role do green beans play? Something from Gone with the Wind? No, the casserole. Casserole. There you go. That's a <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Why didn't the uh, cook season the Thanksgiving turkey? It was the wrong season. There was no time. Oh, no time. Yes. Stop dropping past the gravy. I like that one. Any more torture for us today, Kev? Or? Gobble till you wobble. Gobble till you wobble. Uh, what do you call a turkey the day after Thanksgiving? What do you call the turkey the day after Thanksgiving? Lucky. Oh, <laughs> lucky. Yeah, okay. It's a different turkey. Gotcha. What, what was the uh, turkey thankful for after Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. What was he thankful? Vegetarians. But he was still in the backyard. Vegetarians. Oh, vegetarians, of course. <laughs> Why did the turkey cross? I'll stop anytime you want me to. No, I won't. Why did the turkey cross the road? Because it was close to uh, Thanksgiving, and on the other side oh, he was look, free. Oh, you are so close. He wanted people to think he was a chicken. Oh, okay. Oh, that's all of them. Oh, I just ran out of jokes. Oh, you're kidding. I didn't realize I was at the bottom there. Oh. And you, uh, I would have gone slower. You know, I would have timed it out. No, that's okay. Yeah, well, there's tomorrow. <laughs> there's always tomorrow, and uh, we... We still have a little groan left, so... Uh, I think tomorrow I'll find a poem to read for you. How's that? Well, we we need a little sense of humor. 
Yeah, yeah. A little bit of humor with your turkey is always good. And that is definitely a little bit of humor. Yeah, it certainly isn't a lot. <laughs> we, You did not overeat on humor. All right. So, enjoy the well, day, enjoy buddy. enjoy your evening, Stu. Thank you. All right, bye. Welcome to the program. Well, hello. I, um, I as well have a cabbage patch, but I didn't go crazy trying to find one, but I can't even remember where I bought it. I was trying to think of it before I called you, but I, um, I'm a redhead, and my husband's blonde, so of course, you know, you had to pick a baby that matched the two of you, so yeah. I went with the redhead cabbage patch doll. I have green eyes, he has blue eyes. Oh. So I picked red hair and blue eyes, and I still have her. I don't um, she doesn't have any shoes. I don't know where they went, I think, because <laughs> I've had dogs over the years, so the shoes kind of disappeared. Oh, I didn't know. Her, chewed up. Her shoes um, came off her feet. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Take the shoes. Yep. And you can pick whatever you want. You could have a baby. You could have a... So mine is a redhead with braids and blue eyes, and she's really cute. She has um, jeans on. She had sneakers, but they're gone. And she's got a little shirt and she's got a red um zipper windbreaker remember the old windbreakers yeah you're what you know remember her name or i i don't think she had a name i i really no you know, when you said the name i thought see i don't i don't remember oh. it but i remember like going nuts trying to find one because everyone had to have one but um and because i'm a redhead i have a bed in a room that i don't use uh that i iron and i have um a dresser full of you know, things like light bulbs and things in it and old pictures. And I have nothing but red-headed dolls on the bed. Oh, that's cute. That's <laughs> Most cute. of them are Raggedy Ann dolls, like, because yeah. I got them as a child. I don't have my original one. And um, my boss said, that sounds creepy. You have a creepy doll room. I'm like, it's not creepy. It's cute. I mean, I don't go in there very often, but it's pretty. I have lots of um, nostalgic things that I've had as over the years as a child. Um, something my father gave me when I was a kid. We went to a park, and you could pick a toy. And But, yeah, the Cabbage Patch doll thing was a was like the Beanie Baby thing. That was a crazy thing, too. Oh, Beanie Babies were big, too. I, oh, my God, tons and, and tons And they're, like, of worth nothing. Yeah, right now, right now they are much. not. You know, maybe in the next hundred years they might be, but... Um, like Princess Diana, they think that's worth... Look it up online, it's worth nothing. They had a Princess Diana doll? Yep, yep, it was Princess Diana, a uh, beanie baby. It was purple. Mm. I think it was the... I don't even know when she came into rain or whatever. But if you could get... I have one that has my birthday. Um, it's April 12th. Do you have any Barbie dolls? Do I have what? Barbie dolls. I do, actually, yes. I have two Barbie dolls, and I have um, Dawn dolls. And I actually have a Talbot's Barbie doll, and she is a redhead. Ah, you found in, one. Good. She's in Talbot's clothing with the tartan print, and um, you had asked me that, Stu. My goodness. Oh, yeah. I, um, you know, as a child, I'm 60, I, I played with dolls, so I had to find the Dawn doll at in an antique store um, with love, the clothing. I love dolls. So, I had ventriloquist dolls, and I loved making oh, them talk. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, um, what's the name, Buffy and Jody, you know, the, she had Mrs. O, Mrs. B, what was, mm. she was blonde with blue polka dotted dress. So what's your, what's your most unusual one that you have in that collection of <laughs> dolls there? Um, I wouldn't say unusual, but I, I guess the Talbot's Barbie doll is kind of cool. Yeah. 
I had a doll, her name was Baby Whisper, and she was a redhead in feety red pajamas, and you pulled the string and she just whispered everything. I want to tell you a secret. Her name was Baby Secret. Did she ever tell um, you the secret? No. See, I had no clue. But, uh, yeah. But I grew up with Raggedy Ann. My father read me the books and when I was a little child. And mm -hmm. um, I don't have my original, but I have ones that are like three feet tall. And they sit on either side. They're not Chucky. They don't, none of them no, are Chucky. No, no Chucky. No Chucky dolls. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, sir. But I'll let you go. I know you got to wrap it up. So have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah, you and, too. Um, we'll, we'll talk to you next week, hopefully. Have a good day. All right, you too. Thanks. Bye-bye, Stu. Thanksgiving. I'll be here Wednesday. That's tomorrow, right? I almost forgot. Well, there are a lot of doll collectors. It's a very popular hobby, doll collectors. And it's amazing how some things are worth nothing, and then all of a sudden... They're worth something. I guess if they're hard to find, if they're hard to find in good shape. I feel bad for the Cabbage Patch doll who doesn't have any shoes. Oh, the dog ate the shoes. So there she is with cold feet. She'll be okay. She's getting a lot of love. You know, they say every family member... As somebody for the holidays, 63% of people have a family member who always takes things too far during the holidays. The cut to the chase doesn't know how to hold their drinks. Hmm? It's always one. 63% say that anyway. People react differently when they're drinking, don't they? Some get nice and sedate and funny, and others get really belligerent, uh... Let's hope they don't show up at your Thanksgiving. Hey, that wraps things up for today. Thanks for all the calls. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we hope that you all be kind to each other, not just during the holidays. And the kids have school tomorrow, right? One more day. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Thank you. Jimmy Fela has his talk show coming up. Check it out.